She'll shoot the three. High, arching off the glass, and good. Three-point basket. Loose ball taken away. Warhawks have it. Nice little give-and-go. Two-on-one. Bucket is good. Right down the lane and puts the layup in. Little finger roll over the front. Welcome to Calhoun Warhawks basketball on the Play Action Sports Network. We'll be back with a pregame show after this. This is John. Hello. Katie. Hi. And Ted. Howdy. Ted's a welder. Katie's a dental hygienist. And John's an IT technician. IT, this is John. They all have two things in common. They're making good money, and they all have two-year degrees or certificates from Calhoun Community College. We prepare our students to go straight to work or transfer to a four-year university. And with more than 100 career options to choose from, Calhoun has a path that's focused on your success. What's for dinner? We literally just ate. So you can support your family. We're all packed. Let's go. You can take that trip. Or give your dog the expensive food he loves oh so much. Who's a good boy? Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. So what are you waiting for? We have classes in Decatur, Huntsville, or everywhere online. Choose Calhoun Community College. Your community, your college, your future. Register now. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right quality vinyl is on your side quality vinyl in athens has been in business since 1987 offering great prices and service the whole time what has changed is the technology of their products from vinyl siding and shutters sunrooms and screen rooms to doors windows columns and rails quality vinyl located on the corner of highway 72 and reed road in athens just six miles west of i-65 call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net quality vinyl is on your side Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to pasnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the Archives tab. You can also subscribe to the Play Action Sports Podcast and listen to it on your favorite platform like iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify, or ask Alexa or Google to open the Play Action Sports Podcast. Keeping you up to date on Athens and Limestone County Sports, Play Action Sports. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome inside Kelly Gymnasium on the campus of Calhoun Community College, where tonight we get set to bring you more Calhoun Warhawks basketball on Play Action Sports. I'm Lance Taylor alongside Paul Wilson and our producer, Tim Lambert. And uh, tonight we get to see the Lady Warhawks in action for a second time. Between the last time that we saw them on opening night, they've lost a few games, been in some tight ones. It'll be interesting to see how they fare tonight as they take on the Meridian Community College Lady Eagles. Paul, we were talking a little bit before we came on the air, and uh, impressive what they did to start the season against Motlow, but in a sense it's all in who you play, and now they've uh, gone on the road, had a few other games in between, and uh, I guess it'll be interesting tonight to see Coach Candace Bird Vincent get uh, a real sense maybe of what her team is becoming as they get into the season. Right. You know, so far they've experienced uh, everything that they have experienced is a first time. They had the the first game against Motlow. They had the first road game. And now, you know, they're playing Meridian, a team that they played, what was it, about uh, two weeks ago? Yeah, right uh, at two weeks ago. And so they'll have – this will be a good opportunity to see how far they've come in that in that amount of time. And, and now they, they know something about their opponent, uh, whereas, you know, before none of these players probably – had played against those uh, their opponents, and so now they can kind of have a scouting report, and it'll be interesting to see. Because uh, I got I got to watch. I don't know if you got to watch any of it. I watched a little bit of that game uh, from the Meridian site, and Calhoun was in it, but they missed a ton of free throws. Ouch! <laughs> and that'll get you beat in any at any level. Yeah. So, for folks listening, the final of that uh, first matchup was 81-65. to The Lady Warhawks fell to the Lady Eagles. Uh, so, you know, in a sense, chance to, to come back home and maybe the, the goals are a little more kind <laughs> for the free throw line and everywhere else. It's important to win when you're at home. Well, and I saw, you know, when I walked in, I saw the Meridian coach bus. And I was thinking, whew. That's a ride. To, to know that you, you know, it's not like you came. they came up on, on Sunday. Yeah, they, they had classed this morning, and then they, they got on the bus, and they rode for, I don't know, three hours, four hours, and they're going to play a game, and they're going to ride back, and uh, that's that's got to be uh, uh, tough to do. So, you know, Calhoun had to do that uh, a few weeks ago, so that'll be but, – but hopefully the, the, the rims will be a bit kinder and <laughs> uh, and such. And the gym, I, I don't know uh, if you're – are you from this area? Yeah. Uh, when I went to school here, um, Calhoun hosted the, the the high school girls state tournament. The boys and the girls were separate, and in fact, they were on different uh, uh, weekends. And my first year, I took up tickets. My for the next two or three years, while I was here and at Athens State, I did the uh, PA for the girls state tournament. And this gym looked—I mean, it was a nice gym then, but it has been updated quite a bit since uh, since those days so it's, yeah. it's good to, it's good to see the the gym looking like this and good to have basketball at Calhoun it does if you haven't visited uh, the Calhoun website or Facebook page uh, seen some of the pictures they've shared uh, re- reworking of the floor that looks fantastic brought up to date with the current word mark and uh, 
coloring and everything, and the stands and all uh, have had a nice uh, refresh and update and the bannering around the gymnasium as well. So really, really nice. Uh, I think Calhoun's done a phenomenal job bringing basketball back. We talked a lot about it uh, a couple of weeks ago in our first broadcast, 21 years without basketball on the campus, um, and now uh, it's back. Another thing to note as we look around the gym tonight, that first uh, home uh, set of games, the the older goals were still in place as far as the competition goals. Uh, the new goals are in place for tonight, uh, tied in with the shot clock and the lights and everything. So that's uh, going to be a great improvement to also see in action for the first time tonight here at Calhoun. Fans want to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter at PAS Network and look for Play Action Sports on Facebook. We'll keep you updated on scores and information tonight and throughout the week. You can also hear us on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Play Action Sports, and hear our coverage of Calhoun basketball in crystal clear quality all season long. About two and a half minutes away from the start of tonight's ladies matchup, uh, a different matchup with the guys tonight as the men will be playing Georgia Highlands, a uh, team that they've also played previously. We'll talk more about that as we get to it. But I wanted to mention this, Paul. Uh, the the Meridian team, the, a significant difference tonight versus the home game a couple of weeks ago is they brought some players. Montlow only had six on their roster uh, coming over, and that was a tough situation for them even if those six had been great athletes to play the full 40 minutes just six of you and they ended that game with only four players on the court due to injuries uh, but tonight uh, Meridian brings uh, a pretty healthy looking roster here to face Calhoun yes yes they do yeah that had to be tough for uh, uh, for Motlow to I mean it's I know uh, having coached in high school it would be tough at a high school game with with six and I can't imagine because when you know in college especially at the junior college level, most teams now, you get it and go, you spread the floor, you press, and that's got to be so difficult to, to – and I don't know how they work on it in practice, much less get ready for, for the games. But like you said, um, Meridian has a good roster. You know, I wonder, um, just curious as to uh, why they didn't play like, – I'm sure Meridian has a men's team. I just yeah. – I don't know how that how that works. Um uh, but it is interesting that Georgia Highlands men's team is, is coming to play. Yeah, that is a, a unique kind of deal tonight. You see that every once in a while. It's got to be a previous scheduling conflict. And I wonder if Calhoun might run into more of that this year than other teams because of it being first year right. you know, fielding a team and such. All right, under a minute here on the clock. Teams are wrapping up their warm-ups and getting set to have the starting lineups called out and get going with tonight's matchup. The Lady Warhawks in their home white uniforms with royal blue trim and numbers and lettering. And the Lady Eagles tonight in their road forest green uniforms with white trim. Um, Paul, what do you think maybe are some of the keys to this game uh, as we get set to, to get it started here for the, for the Lady Warhawks in particular? Well, I would think for, for Calhoun, I mean, obviously you want to get off to a good start. Uh, anytime you've got a new program, um, you know, you – you want to get that good start, get the, get your confidence, and and once you get that good start going, everybody gets in a rhythm. I think. Are we fixing to have a national anthem? Yeah, I believe we will. We'll we'll hang here and listen in for our PA announcer and get set for the national anthem. Would you please rise to play the national anthem?
were talking about getting off to a good or keys to the game. They need to limit, obviously, limit your turnovers. Um, um, when I watched the game at Meridian, uh, Meridian had a big third quarter, and a lot of it came off with turnovers. And then I think another key, if Calhoun can get to the free throw line like they did at Meridian, is knocking down foul shots. Definitely something to watch tonight. I think, uh, you know, mentioned that Meridian does have a strong roster, but still Calhoun has more uh, girls on their roster, so the up-and-down part of the game might provide an opportunity to kind of wear them out a little bit, and that seemed to definitely be the case against Motlow. Maybe that could be the case even tonight. Uh, We'll see what happens. Get you the starters kind of as we go here tonight. Waiting on Calhoun's to be called out. Kasiah Rogers, number zero, will start at guard. Number four, Makaya Horrison, starting at guard. Fourteen, Jortasia West. Number 20, Tashanti Watkins. And number 23, Kennedy Hawkins will round out the starting five for the Lady Warhawks. And for Meridian, it's uh, number one, Callie Cowan. Number two, Ariana Durrell. Number four, Shakira Wilson. Number 11, Amari Davis. And number 34, Sarah Williams. And Meridian go, and of course a lot of schools do this now. They're having the three-guard offense uh used to be you know you had the two guards two post play or two forwards in the post and you hardly ever see that a lot of times you see four guards now but right four out one in yes. kind of approach yeah <clears throat> all right teams are getting set here officials getting final things ready at the table get us tipped off tonight meridian versus calhoun ladies action first here getting set to put the ball in the air. And from the last time Calhoun played years ago, they've changed from, from halves to quarters. Uh, and the women, are, are the men's quarters? Men are, are doing okay, halves. They're still doing, yep. okay, I knew that they did that in the Division One. Ball in the air, and the Lady Warhawks win the tip. Horrison will bring it up at the top of the key. Get it over to the wing to Rogers. Now inside, to Hawkins, makes a nice move, but misses in the post. Rebound to Meridian, nearly stolen away by the Lady Warhawks. And Meridian will push it up the floor, and a quick basket on the other end by Cowan. Lay-in, breaking the pressure from the Lady Warhawks. And that was a nice pass, too, by Shakira Wilson on that fast break for Meridian. There's West with it on the wing now for the Lady Warhawks. Back up top to Horison. Man-to-man defense for the Lady Eagles. West on the wing. Down into the corner to Watkins. Now down low to Hawkins. She'll swing it out to Rogers on the far side. Back inside to Watkins. She makes a move and scores. That was a good move by Watkins. Uh, Meridian right now is playing behind Calhoun's post player, so Calhoun may be able to get it inside uh, pretty regular if they continue to do that. Up top, Durrell for the Lady Eagles. Three-pointer on the way. Good. Wilson hits the three. 
Meridian is off to a hot start. Two for two, leading five to two. Rogers shot on the wing. It's up and good. Quick basket back on the other end by the Lady Warhawks. A good transition that time for Calhoun after uh, Meridian hit the three. Rogers comes down and gets a uh, uh, 12-footer. Here's Durrell driving on the left side, back to the middle to Wilson. Wilson will drive, take it all the way herself, off the backboard too strong, and the rebound will go to Calhoun. West will bring it up the floor. Trying to set the offense. Got a whistle and going to get a foul on the Rogers drive. I believe that will be on Callie Cowan for Meridian. So Rogers will take it out underneath on the baseline. Stack formation for the Warhawks. Get it inside. Quick shot up, no good. Hawkins had it. Couldn't quite get the roll. We got a good look off that inbounds. Fast break to the other end, and Durrell misses the layup opportunity. Now pushing back, the Lady Warhawks will have it deflected and stolen away by Meridian. Three-pointer on the way by Wilson. No good off the iron. Rebound comes to Rogers and Calhoun. Middle of the floor, Rogers picks it up. Tough pass to Horace, and then it goes out of bounds. A little bit helter-skelter, just need to kind of calm it down a little bit. Yeah, she had a she had an open three um, uh, at the top of the key, but decided not to take it. And the pass was one of those, was right at the, uh, a teammate's feet, and it just went out of bounds. Durrell will bring it up for Meridian. To the wing, to Cowan. Inside cutter, and that's tipped away, stolen by the Lady Warhawks. Yeah, that was stolen by uh, Kendall Crutcher. She just checked in the game. Stop it here with the shot clock not taking off with the possession. So Crutcher, Watkins, West, Horson, and Rogers on the floor now for the Lady Warhawks. Here's Horson with it. Cross half court. Man-to-man defense, pull-up shot, no good off the iron by Watkins. Loose ball on the floor. Meridian's Williams has it. Jump ball is forced. It'll stay with the Lady Eagles of Meridian coming back this other way. And Lasaya, I believe, it, uh, comes in. Lasaya Rogers comes in. Uh, I guess for her, is that her twin sister? I, I don't know for sure if they're twins or not. They could be as far as I'm concerned. I believe, I believe they are. Now, I'm not positive, but I believe they are. Lasai tips that one out of bounds. Going to stay with Meridian. Officials are going to confer. As a coach, you always get nervous when officials confer. <laughs> Gracie Howard also checking in now for Lady Warhawks for the first time tonight. Inbound by Meridian, swinging it all the way around. Wilson looking to drive. Gets it into the middle. Back out. Shot on the way from Cowan. It's no good. Howard has the rebound for Calhoun underneath. 
And we throw it away on the near side. Yeah, that was a, a, a cross-court pass. Uh, it's v- that's very difficult uh, to throw and, and catch through it a little bit behind her, and it, and it went out of bounds. Durrell across half court, gets it to Cowan. Cowan drives, and she's going to draw the foul. She'll go to the line for two shots. Foul going to be called on Crutcher. First on her, first team foul. 6.33 to go, first quarter. 5-4, to four, Meridian leads Calhoun. Yeah, the, the pace hasn't slowed down, but, the, you know, we, we got some transition baskets early, in it, and it's sort of been a struggle for both teams in the last minute or so. First shot is up and good for Cowan, lefty at the line. Second shot is up. Off the front iron, no good. And Rogers has the rebound for Calhoun. She'll bring it up on the right-hand side, looking to drive herself. Splits the defense. Up and no good. Horson has the rebound. Her shot is up and no good, but she's fouled, and she'll go to the line. Yeah, that was a good move by Rogers to split the defense. Couldn't get the basket, but uh, Horson got the rebound and the foul. I'm wondering, Lance, uh, Calhoun had a sub at the table when Meridian was shooting free throws, and after the first free throw, the official didn't let her in, and I'm just curious as to why she didn't get in. I didn't catch that. That's a good catch, and I don't know. That's interesting. Horson's first foul shot is up and good. Ball in hand, and the second shot is up, and it is good. West checks back in. Yeah, West is back in, so we'll get the subs in on that one. Also on the floor is Jada Roberts for Calhoun now. Here's Williams at the top, swings it over to Durrell. Durrell looking for something now back to Cowan. Cowan looks to drive. That's what she likes to do. It looks like she'll draw a foul, go to the line shooting two again. Blocking foul called. It's called on Watkins, her first, second on the team. First shot for the lefty Cowan is up and in. Yeah, she she has been very aggressive uh, with the basketball, and like you said, it looks like she's going to look to drive every chance that she gets. Second shot on the way, it's good as well. Eight to six, Meridian leads by two, 5.57 to go in the first quarter. Roberts with it to Howard at the top. To Watkins, shot is on the way, off the iron, no good. That was a three. And loose ball is going to stay with Calhoun on the baseline. That's Kiara Jeans. She's from Tanner. She's checked in for, for Calhoun. Inbounding underneath. Jeans throws it up to West. Back to Jeans. Trying to get it back to West. Has it stolen away. Durrell running to the hole. Blocked by West. Out of bounds. 
So Meridian will have it inbounding underneath, but great job by West to block the shot. Yeah, that's Calhoun's fourth turnover. They've got to cut those down. They're fortunate just to be down one right now. Quickly into the corner for a shot. It is up and no good. The three. Williams, though, gets the weak side rebound for Meridian. Bounce pass underneath. Shot is up no good. This time it'll be Jeans that will come away with it for Calhoun. West has it on the wing to Howard. And she got a little too fast there with her feet. Going to get called for a travel. She made a fake, tried to drive. Let's see. Um, Kennedy Hawkins has checked back in for uh, Gracie Howard for Calhoun. Approaching the five-minute mark of the first quarter, 7-6. to six. Meridian leads. There's a nice cut. Basket no good. A little too hard off the back iron for Durrell. And loose ball tipped out of bounds. It'll go Calhoun's way. Yeah, that was good. Kind of, I guess you'd call it a give and go. Yeah. And she just couldn't finish the, the layup. Crutcher, or excuse me, West brings it up across half court at the top of the key. Roberts will pull the shot off the screen, catch, and it's no good out of bounds. Back over to Meridian. Shakira Wilson will check back in for Meridian and take the inbound from Cowan to bring it up. Jeans guarding her. Tried to switch a little pick and roll. Williams has it. Nice give on the inside. Bucket is good by Davis. Her first. Make it 9-6. to six. Warhawks need a basket here, Lance. Yeah, a little dry spell. Yes. Under four and a half minutes now. Roberts gives a screen for West. Roberts will get it back then. And going to get called for a carrying the ball here on the near wing. Uh, multiple uh, subs for Calhoun. It is Rogers, Rogers, and Horrison all checked in. We got it. Yeah, Calhoun going to take a timeout. Coach Candace Bird Vincent going to talk with her team for a moment. We'll take a timeout with them real quick. Nope, we're going to stay. We're going to stay here. It's just a 30 second timeout. Well, we, you mentioned they need a basket. Good news is they hit free throws yes. early, but got to create something on the offensive end. This Meridian team is quick on defense, they're giving them a hard time. And again, Calhoun has six turnovers, and you would think uh, six turnovers in, in, in five and a half minutes that they they could be way behind. It's a three-point game. Um, for the most part, Calhoun has, has uh, done a good job defensively. The last couple of times down the floor, uh, Meridian has been able to get some back cuts to, to the basket, so Calhoun needs to make sure that they make those adjustments. But the biggest thing, you could, and, and defense is important, but if you can't score... Uh, the biggest thing for Calhoun right now, they just need to get a stop and a score. All right, out of the timeout, Lady Warhawks on defense. Meridian looking to bring it in. Horson provides some backcourt pressure. Meridian breaks it. Wilson with it. Gives it on the wing to Cowan. Back to Wilson. Into the corner. Davis will shoot the three off the iron. No good. Williams has the rebound, and she loses it. Out of bounds, tipped away by horse, and it looked like maybe underneath, and it'll go to the Lady Warhawks. Yeah, that's one of those where you want, as a coach, you want to tell Sarah Williams, great job rebounding, but just go back up with it. Don't put it on the floor. She put it on the floor. She lost it. I believe we've got a shot clock time issue. And the clock ran for about three or four more seconds.
Rodgers will inbound here off the official's timeout. Horson has it at the top. A little flex action from the Lady Warhawks. Nothing there for the moment. Another throwaway, and it'll be a backcourt violation. Turnovers are eaten alive right now. Yeah, that's one of those in tennis you would say was an unforced error. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of pressure. Uh, maybe the ball, I think the ball just slipped out of her hands and it went past, went awry. Meridian with it now in the half court. Cowan will shoot the three in the corner. Off the iron, no good. Rebound. Pulled away by Calhoun. Watkins got it to Rogers. Rogers up the floor to the wing. Tipped away in kind of just a one-on-one battle. Horson fighting for it now at half court, and a jump ball will be called. Possession will stay with Calhoun. Yeah, that was one of those um, where you'd like to see Rogers keep her dribble, back it up. But she picked her dribble up. I think she anticipated being able to pass across the floor, and it wasn't available. And so she, uh, fortunately, Calhoun keeps it on the on the jump ball. Diamond Acre checks into the game for Calhoun. Well, that's one thing. Calhoun has, I guess, used 10 or 11 players already. Yep. And I think Meridian hasn't used more than six or seven. You're right. Using the depth, hopefully it'll pay off as the game wears on. I ain't going to get a traveling violation there. Acre tried to cut across the free throw line and kick it back out and one too many steps. Well, and Meridian did a good job getting their hands in there, forced her to pick a dribble up, and she just couldn't stop in time. Durrell bringing it up the floor. Gets it to Cowan on the wing. Back to Wilson, to Davis. Short corner shot, off the iron, no good. Rebound to Calhoun. That's Hawkins with it. And they'll work it back up the floor now under three minutes, still down three, nine to six. Drive by Hawkins, shot no good, a little too strong. Rebound underneath by Watkins, tries to kick it out, and it's intercepted by Wilson, pushing it the other way from Meridian. Cowan to the bucket. It's in and the foul. She'll go to the line for a three-point opportunity. Yeah, that time um, Watkins got the rebound, but she was so far under the basket, she couldn't do anything with it. And then Meridian made a good play on the pass out and got the uh, basket and the potential three-point play, as they say, the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Lefty's shot is up and good. 12 to 6. Still Calhoun desperately needing that basket we talked about. Horson with it at the top. Working on Cowan. Tries to get it to Acre. Going toward the short corner and throws it away out of bounds. Just a little disoriented on the offensive end for sure. Yeah, uh, Meridian's doing a good job with their man-to-man. And it's it's uh, frustrating Calhoun a little bit. they just got to settle down again. Get a stop. If they can get a basket, I think they'll relax and and be right back in it. Here's Wilson with it. Into the corner. Shot is up. Three-pointer is good for Meridian. Horson with it at the top. Trying to get it inside. Watkins' shot is up and good. Tough shot by Watkins right there. 
Gibbons with it on the wing for Meridian. Back up to the top now, over to the far side to Durrell. Back to Wilson, she'll shoot the three. Off the back iron, no good. Long rebound, Horson can't quite control it. To Williams, short corner, her shot is up and good. That's the importance of offensive rebounding right there. Uh, they got the second chance opportunity and made the most of it. Horson with it at the top. Drives, gives it off to Hawkins. Into the corner to Watkins. And the foul going to be called in that short corner over there. Foul on Walker. Crutcher will check in. West will check in. So we've got Rogers, West, Crutcher. Crutcher cuts the basket. Ooh. Shot blocked. Thought she might could have drawn a foul there. Wilson will come back the other way for Meridian, and it's off the backboard. No good. Well contested by the Lady Warhawks. Knocked out of bounds, and Meridian will inbound underneath. A minute to go here, first quarter. 17-8. to eight. Meridian leads Calhoun. Ball tip and stolen. Watkins. Yeah, Watkins steals it on the inbound. They get it to Rogers, pushing it up the floor. Into the corner. Back out to Rogers. Nearly stolen away. Back to Watkins. She'll drive, draw the foul, and she'll go to the line for two. Wilson will pick up the foul there for Meridian. Callie Cowan will check back in for Meridian. Give Wilson a break. First shot is up and good. That was a good job by Watkins uh, taking the basketball to the goal, and hopefully she's going to get rewarded with two made free throws. Second shot. Ooh, off the front iron, no good, but we got a whistle. And I believe she's going to get to shoot again. Yeah, Williams of Meridian is going to be called for stepping in the lane. Yeah, I fear I, I jinxed her when I said that. <laughs> I, 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 once I started saying it, I knew it was wrong, but I couldn't stop. So a little help from the other side. And the second shot now is good. 17 to 10, under a minute to go in the first quarter. Givens into Williams. Inside, wide open look there for Walker, and she lays it in. Yeah, that's one of those where you get caught watching the ball, and you got to be careful with that on defense. Rogers with it now on the wing for Calhoun. Into Watkins. To West. A little dribble drive action. Tipped away. Watkins gets it back, goes strong to the hole, and draws the foul. Yeah, again, uh, Meridian knocked it loose right there, but Watkins was there to pick it up, and then she took it to the goal and got going to get two more shots. 19 seconds to play first quarter, 19 to 10. First shot by Watkins is up and good. And you are keeping fouls, correct, Lance, because I've butchered mine. Okay. I'll be close. It'll be unofficial statistics. <laughs> Second shot is up, and it rolls off the rim no good. And I believe Crutcher's going to get called for a loose ball foul 
going for the rebound underneath. Yeah, that's one of those where you almost wish there was a, a rule that says, okay, she fell down, she didn't mean to hit her, we're going to give Meridian the ball but not charge a foul because she didn't mean. I mean yeah, it, it, just, tang- just tangled up. Yep. 19 to 11, 17 seconds, Meridian racing up the floor. Durrell will pull it out, long three by Cowan, off the back iron, no good. Williams gets the rebound for Meridian underneath. Her shot is up and no good. And Rogers will come away with it. Oh, a lot of hand checking there. Cowan steals it back from Meridian. Tries to get a shot up at the buzzer, and it's no good. I think they call a foul. And yet, I believe you're right. I saw a hand up. Yeah, I got to say, uh, Lesia Rogers. There was a lot of bumping going on when she had the basketball. Um, Calhoun's going to have to move. They're below the free throw line on that. Yeah, so we've got a clock stopped, quarter break foul situation. So Cowan will go to the line uh, to shoot these two free throws with nobody else on the floor. First shot is up and good. 20 to 11. Meridian leads Calhoun. Second shot is up and good. So that'll take us to our quarter break, 21-11. to 11. Meridian leads Calhoun. Stay with us. You're listening to Lady Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. This is John. Hello. Katie. Hi. And Ted. Howdy. Ted's a welder. Katie's a dental hygienist. And John's an IT technician. IT, this is John. They all have two things in common. They're making good money, and they all have two-year degrees or certificates from Calhoun Community College. We prepare our students to go straight to work or transfer to a four-year university. And with more than 100 career options to choose from, Calhoun has a path that's focused on your success. What's for dinner? We literally just ate. So you can support your family. We're all packed. Let's go. You can take that trip. Or give your dog the expensive food he loves oh so much. Who's a good boy? Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. So what are you waiting for? We have classes in Decatur, Huntsville, or everywhere online. Choose Calhoun Community College. Your community, your college, your future. Register now. Welcome back to Calhoun Warhawks Basketball from Play Action Sports. I'm Lance Taylor with Paul Wilson and our producer, Tim Lambert. We get set to start the second quarter of the Lady Warhawks game, taking on the Meridian Lady Eagles. The Lady Warhawks trail 21-11 to as we get set to start this second quarter. Paul, going to be important here to stop the turnovers and find some offensive basketball. Yes, uh, yeah, so Calhoun with 11 turnovers, entirely too many uh, to just three for Meridian. Uh, so they've got to figure out how to get – more shots because uh, uh, when you turn the ball over that's, that's zero shots Cowan drives Good from pass. Meridian kicks it inside to Davis she puts the shot up and draws the foul going to be called on Hawkins that was a good pass there by Cowan she's, she's done an excellent job so far she's got a knack for just kind of knifing into the lane she does First shot by Davis is up and no good. Second shot off the front iron, no good as well. Rebounded uh, by Watkins of Calhoun underneath. Rogers with it on the wing. Back up to 
Crutcher at the top to West on the wing. Looking inside for Hawkins. Gets it to her. Little hook move in there and no good off the iron. Just missed it. Rebound to Meridian. Cowan pushes it up the floor. Cowan will get it back and shoot the three. It's no good. And will go all the way out of bounds over to Calhoun. Yeah, that was a good post uh, that time by Kennedy Hawkins. She And she turned to the middle. She just didn't get the shot to fall. But if she can keep getting that shot, those shots are going to fall for Calhoun. Lessie Rogers over to West. A little diamond press, and they're going to steal it. Intercepted pass. Throw it to Givens underneath. Stolen back by West. Rogers has it. And then Wise timeout called here by Coach Bird Vincent on the sideline for the Lady Warhawks to keep the possession. 30-second timeout, 9.07 to go, second quarter. Ten-point lead for Meridian over Calhoun. Yeah, that time it looked like Meridian they were in, I I would call it a three-quarter diamond um, uh, press. You you don't see that um, as often. Normally, if they're in a diamond press, it's a a full court, but um, it wound up being very effective for them. They didn't get a basket, but they did get a turnover. So I'm sure Coach going over maybe a a look to break that if they're going to stay in it. Calhoun will be inbounding on the Meridian baseline from right to left as you listen to us. Okay, so they're still in that. West with it on the wing. Back to Horison, back to West, trying to get it in the middle. They do. Watkins kicks it out for Rogers for three, and it's good. Well, that's one way, as I tell my kids, it's not. It's important to break the press, but it's even more important to break it and score because if you break it and don't score, they'll stay in their press, but that'll get you out of the press right there. Horison nearly steals it. Rogers does. Kicks back to Horison. Horison drives, kicks back out to Rogers, open in the corner for three again, and it's yeah. good. Two in a row. Lasaya Rogers. Six quick points makes it 21-17 with 8.23 to go here in the second quarter. Darrell with it. Kicks it over to Givens with West guarding her. She'll drive all the way and get the finger roll layup to go. Yeah, that was just a good move on uh, Givens' part right there to break the Calhoun 6-0 run. Good job breaking the press this time. Three passes. Howard makes a nice move inside but can't get the basket to go. And Davis will come away with the rebound from Meridian. Pushing ahead. Shot at the short corner. Blocked by Horson, but a foul is going to be called. Boy, really looked like she got all ball on that one. Yeah, that's what I was. I, I may be seeing it through uh, royal blue glasses. <laughs> but uh, And on the... When Calhoun broke the press, they did a good job, but the pass was a little bit behind Gracie Howard, so she couldn't just catch it and go up, and that was the difference in getting a layup and not being able to get a shot off. First shot is up and good for Durrell. 24-17, Meridian now leads. 7.49 to go second quarter. Second shot is up and good. Durrell will come out. Wilson will come in. Horison will bring it up the floor for Calhoun. 
And Meridian that time fell back into their half-court man. Rogers with it up top. Tightly guarded by Wilson. Horson with it now on the wing, working against Cowan. A screen at the top. She'll look to drive, and she'll make it. Nice move by Makai Horson. Yeah, she was patient and waited for her opening, and once she saw it, she, she took it. Wilson with it at the top. High ball screen there. Nearly loses the handle. Rogers nearly had the steal, but going to get called for a foul going back a second time after it. Yeah, that's one of those where you really wish Shakira Wilson would have kept her feet because if I think if she keeps her feet, it's not a foul. Uh, and, and Rogers just saw an opportunity to go for the ball and just happened to get a little more contact than she wanted. Gibbons with it. They work it back to the corner for a three. It's off the iron. No good. And tipped out of bounds and will go to Calhoun. Wilson pulled that three from the corner. Nice inbound play to get that open shot, but missed it. Calhoun will come back. No pressure this time. Man-to-man defense for Meridian. Horson to West on the wing. West will drive. Try to kick it inside. Going to get a foul, I think, called on Givens as she was looking to dump it inside to Jackson, who's in the game for Calhoun for the first time. Yeah, that was either going to be a basket by Calhoun or a really missed opportunity because she was wide open. Rodgers to inbound. Throws for Howard up high. That's a tough pass to handle and ends up going out of bounds. It is, but on that one, you'd like to see Gracie fall back because you can go as far back as you want to. And she tried to catch it. It was a high pass, and, and she just couldn't handle it. Oh, good steal. Steal by West. Intercepts the pass, anticipates it, drives hard to the goal, and can't get it to go. It rolls off the other side. Wilson comes back the other way. Inside to Cowan. She shoots. No good. West with a rebound. Up the floor to Horrison. Back to West at the top, and the Lady Warhawks will slow it down a little bit. 6.23 to go, second quarter. 25-19. Calhoun trails Meridian. <coughs> Horrison looking to drive, and she'll get fouled. Really didn't have a lot of room there, but uh, Meridian definitely bailed her out by grabbing onto her. Yeah, that's what you want to tell the uh, defenders. She's got nowhere to go. All, all you just... Keep your hands up. She's She had nowhere to go, and like you said, they bailed her out with the foul. Rodgers will inbound to Horison. Try to set something up. 15 on the shot clock. Gets it to West at the top. Gets a ball screen, looks to drive. A little give nice and go play. action. Nicely done. Nice Bucket play. Is up and in. Anna Jones, who just checked into the game, she gets the bucket. just a four-point game now in the second quarter. Cowan drives, loses the handle, has it tipped away. Davis gets the loose ball and is going to draw the foul underneath. Jones will get called for that one. Yeah, that's a tough one. The the Calhoun defense did a really good job, knocked the ball loose, but Meridian picked it up and was able to get uh, the foul call. First free throw by Davis is up and good. Second one on the way off the back iron, no good. 
West fighting for the rebound. Mm. Oh, wow. Looked like he got tipped away by Davis of Meridian, but they're going to call it off of West. And to me, there was enough contact there where if you're you're not going to give Calhoun the ball, you call the foul on Meridian. Yeah. Yeah. Coming through her to get after it. Inbound to Wilson on the wing. She ball fakes, drives, shoots the long jumper. It's no good. Long rebound. Fought for by West and Davis both. It ends up going out of bounds off of Davis, and Calhoun will have it. Crutcher got a face full of Amari Davis. She did. (laughs) Crashing into the bench. Here's Horison across half court to Jackson on the wing to Rogers at the top. Rogers looks to drive behind the back, back up to West. Nearly has it stolen away. Ball goes back into the backcourt, and Calhoun will have to reset and stolen away by Wilson, anticipating the pass. Rogers cuts her off at the basket on the baseline and ultimately going to get called with a pushing foul Mm. and get a technical foul. Well, Sia Rogers taking a little bit of the matter into her own hands there. Had a little too much to say. I think it's on uh, Meridian. I think the technical foul is on Meridian. No, it may be. I think it's on number four for Meridian. I think the foul was on Rogers, and then I think the technical is on uh, Wilson Shakira of, Wilson. Of, of Meridian. Yep, I believe you are right based on what the official reported to the table. So they'll pull the ladies to the side, and Wilson, Shakira Wilson will shoot the free throws. She makes the first. Makes the second. And then Rogers will come back down here on the other end for Calhoun and shoot the technical. And I believe that's also a personal foul on um, Shakira Wilson. First shot is no good by Lasai Rogers. Second hmm. shot, no good. Possession will go to Calhoun. 28-21, seven-point game, five minutes to go in the second quarter. West, Horson, Jackson, Hawkins, and Roberts now on the floor for the Lady Warhawks. Horson with it at the top, working against Cowan. Into the corner to Hawkins. Hawkins will look to drive, kicks back out to West. West makes a move, a little give-and-go look, and lost it inside, and a foul is going to be called. Hawkins was looking to get it back to Jackson on the opposite block. And it's going to be Calhoun ball underneath, foul called on Davis. Yeah, there was a lot of contact all the way through that play, and, and I, I was hoping that they were going to get a foul, and they did. Roberts inbounds to West in the corner. West will drive, trying to get it inside to Jackson, and can't get it there. Gibbons will come away with it from Meridian. Looking to drive. She'll pull up and sh- shoot the short corner shot, misses it. Hawkins has the weak side rebound for Calhoun. 
Orson pushes up to Roberts. Inside to Jackson. Spins into the paint. She'll pull up and shoot the 15-footer off the iron. No good. And it'll bounce out of bounds and go to Meridian. Four sixteen to go, second quarter, 28-21. Watkins will check in for Jackson, for Calhoun. Wilson will bring it up the floor for Meridian. Man-to-man defense for the Lady Warhawks. Callan with it, top. She'll look to drive. Lefty puts it in. She's strong going to the goal, 30-21. to 21. West with it on the wing for Calhoun. Up top to Horson. Gets it to the foul line to Watkins and a three-second call. Mm. See, on that last Meridian bucket, you, as a coach, you, you teach help side defense from the weak side, but that time you wanted to see the defender on the ball side step over and make her kick it out. If they're going to get an open shot, get an open three, not a layup. And she just drove down the lane and got the layup. Here's Cowan with it again, looking to drive. She will kick this time. Gibbons will shoot the three. It is no good. And Hawkins has the rebound for Calhoun. That's Hawkins' uh, fourth rebound of the of the half. She's done a good job. Ooh. West with it, kicks it out. Horson will shoot the three. Off the iron, no good. Hawkins with the rebound, right back up, no good. Gets her own rebound. Nearly loses it. She's going to go up again and get the roll. Two points. Kennedy Hawkins. Good work on the offensive end that time by uh, Kennedy Hawkins. It's nice to see her get rewarded with a basket. 30-23, to 2.53 to go, second quarter. Wilson looking to drive. Beats the defense and somehow gets it to go up and in. Nearly lost the handle, but lays it in, make it 32-23. to 23. Yeah, she, she's hard to guard. Um, it looks like they're going to have to give her a little bit more room as she's, she's beating them to the basket uh, a couple of times. Roberts with it on the wing. Gets it to Hawkins at the free throw line, and she's going to get caught with a travel, trying to put it on the floor in a lot of traffic. Yes. Diamond Acre will check in, taking Horson's play or uh, in the place of Horson. Durrell is back on the floor for Meridian. She'll bring it up against Acre. Givens now at the top, working against West. Drives hard, too hard off the backboard with a shot. Davis gets the weak side rebound. She goes up and draws the foul. Hawkins is going to be called for the foul. That's two on Hawkins. Davis will go to the line to shoot two. First shot is up and good by Davis. Messiah Rogers is why they're not letting her check in, I don't understand. Now they'll let her come in. After the second free throw, if that had been missed, she wouldn't have yeah, been able and, to Yeah, and she, she was there before they handed, handed her the ball for the second free throw, so I don't, I'm not sure about that. Calhoun needs a basket. This is Meridian's biggest lead of the game. Going to get a foul called on Durrell trying to steal it away from Watkins. 
And so Watkins will go to the line to shoot. Two shots here for Watkins. And it's up and in on the first one. She's four for four from the foul line. Second one's up and good. Calhoun coming out in the press here. Man to man, looks like. Meridian beats it initially, swings it around, and mm. Givens shoots the three on the wing and makes it. She's two out of three from downtown. Got to watch her. She likes to shoot it. 37-25. Minute 50 to go in the first half. Horson with it at the top. Loses the handle momentarily, regains it. Gibbons working against her. Man-to-man for Meridian. Inside, Hawkins. Davis comes from the weak side, nearly steals it away, and then we're going to end up with a jump ball on the floor. Yeah, that was good weak side help um, on the post by Meridian that time. Stay with Calhoun underneath. Baseline inbound. Rodgers will inbound to Acre. She has to throw it quick as she was momentum carrying her out of bounds. Horse and shoots off the back iron, no good. And Meridian will come away with the rebound. Had to try to beat the shot clock there. Yes. Got a decent look at it, but it didn't go. Loose ball. Acre tried to take it away, can't quite get it. And Given stepped on the sideline. So to go over to Calhoun. And, you know, on that occasion, even though she didn't get the steal, she essentially did because it forced the Meridian girl to, to step out of bounds to get the basketball. Uh, and so that was a good play by Acre right there for Calhoun. Yeah, just some tenacious defense made it happen. Acre with it at the top now for Calhoun. Gets it to the free throw line to Watkins. Tries to work off the screen. A little pick and roll action. And oh. can't quite finish. Watkins, or Hawkins had it going to the goal, but rolled off the rim no good. Good trap defense by Calhoun. And the steal. Akrian Rogers made the trap. Happened on Durrell. Took it away. And now here's Horson with it at the top for Calhoun. 35 seconds to go. First half. Horson working off of a screen. Dips it inside. Oh, had Hawkins open underneath, but could not get the pass down there. Taken away by Meridian, and a foul committed by the Lady Warhawks. The high-low pass has been has been there the last two possessions for Calhoun, and they've had some success with it earlier, but. Um, on that one, she just was a little bit lackadaisical with her pass. Uh, Wants a little bit more, a harder pass made right there. First free throw by Walker rattles around and is out. No good. 27 seconds to go first half. Second shot is up and good. <laughs> Good. 
Howard checks in for Calhoun. And she checked in for Acre. Horson will bring it up. Shot clock is off. 21 seconds left here in the second quarter. Hawkins with it. Free throw line kicks into the corner. Watkins tries to make a move. Now she will drive. Runs out of room. Kicks in the corner to Horison. Seven seconds. Horison looking to shoot. Off the backboard. Too strong. Rebound underneath. Up and in. Two seconds to go. Nice bucket made there by Hawkins to bring it to 38-27 at the half. Really nice finish there by Hawkins to get that rebound, give an opportunity for the Lady Warhawks to score before going into the half. Yes, and that's uh, that's her seventh rebound of the first half as well. Really, really nicely done. We'll take a break, come back with the halftime show. It's 38-27, Meridian leading Calhoun in the ladies' game. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. It's time now for the Calhoun Halftime High Five, a spotlight on Warhawk team members from the coaches themselves. Coach Candace Bird-Vinson. Makaya Horson, point guard. She's from Muscle Shoals, Alabama. I attended Muscle Shoals High School. She is our point guard. She brings a lot of energy to the game. She's a floor general. She leads the team. She's very vocal. She's very uh, tough. She has really good ball handling skills. Makaya has started the last four games. She really takes care of the team, uh, just directing them where they need to go. She's averaging about 12 points per game. She can really shoot the three, so we really depend on her to really direct and lead the team. Then we have Tashanti Watkins, native of Decatur, Alabama, Austin High School graduate. Tashanti is one of our post players. She's that four, that five, that center. She's Real tall and, and lean, and, you know, she, she really gets after it. She's, she's very aggressive around the basket. She's the one that gets those trash buckets. Deshanti can also run the floor. So we, we really depend on Deshanti to really get, get the game going. She's, she finishes well, and she struggles a little bit at the free throw line, but we've been working on our free throws, but she she's really bounced back. So we're excited to see Deshanti, and we're excited to see what she's going to do tonight at the game. Last, we have Kennedy Hawkins. Kennedy Hawkins is our center. She's from Florence, Alabama, attended Florence High School. Kennedy's about 5'10". She's very long and lanky. She can get up the floor. She, she can play the entire game. She's very, very quick and mobile around the basket. She can also shoot the outside shot. Kennedy's a playmaker. So we really depend on Kennedy to, you know, get things started. She, she can jump. Her vertical is pretty high. So we're excited to see her, and we're ready to get it going tonight. Uh, she brings a lot of energy around the basket. So we're just excited about those three players tonight to see what they're going to do and bring the energy first this Meridian tonight. We'll be back with more of the Halftime Show from Play Action Sports. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at P4PhysicalTherapy.com. 
Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local Health Mart pharmacy. As your local Health Mart pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local Health Mart pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Join us for Applebee's Tailgate Talk every Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC. We'll talk to coaches and sports figures of local interest and get their thoughts on whatever comes down the pike. We'll also announce our latest Athlete of the Week and give away an Applebee's gift card and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt. Applebee's Tailgate Talk, Saturday mornings at 10 on your Tailgate Talk app, on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device, online at tailgatetalk.net, and on the air at 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to Calhoun Warhawks basketball for Play Action Sports. We're at the half of the ladies' game as the Meridian Lady Eagles lead the Lady Warhawks of Calhoun 38-27 to at the moment as the teams are in the locker room uh, talking things over and getting set uh, for second-half action. I want to tell you who our leading scorers at the half are, unofficial statistics, but for the Lady Warhawks of Calhoun, uh, Tashanti Walkins leads the scores with nine points. Lasiah Rogers second in scoring with six. And for the Lady Eagles of Meridian, their leading scorer, Callie Cowan, has 12. Second leading scorer is Shania Givens with eight. Uh, six of those points coming on two three-pointers that they made at the half. Fans want to remind you to look for the monthly play-action sports column in Athens now, and we'll give we'll update you on what's been happening in local sports news as well as upcoming games and events. The paper is free and available at businesses all around the area. You can go online to tailgatetalk.net and enter your nominations for the Applebee's Athlete of the Week and vote on this week's poll. We'll announce the winner Saturday between 10 and noon on Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. The winner receives a gift card from the Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from Gotcha Coverage, Screen Printing, and more. Lance Taylor here with our producer, Tim Lambert, and we're glad to be joined here at halftime by head coach of the men's Calhoun basketball team, Derek Powell. Coach Powell, good to have you on the broadcast with us here at halftime. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the, the early part of your season so far here, bringing basketball back to Calhoun. Oh, man, it's been wonderful. Um, we're excited to be here. Uh, right now we're one and two, uh, not including scrimmages. Uh, we played a... Uh, Georgia Highlands, this is our second time playing them. Um, they're a very, very athletic team. But starting the season off, I didn't want to have a schedule that was a walk in the park, <laughs> so to speak. Getting so tested early. Right, right, right. So, but my guys have shown a lot of resilience. Uh, we're here to battle. Um, they don't, they don't give up. And I love the the um, the character of my team so far. That's awesome. We were here the first night, opening night. That was a special atmosphere. Uh, so many former players, coaches, cheerleaders, et cetera, that came back. Uh, talk a little bit about what your experience has been in, in this process of bringing basketball back to Calhoun. Man, look around, man. <laughs> like, man, it's not the, – the facility is not sold out. But we played this same team a week ago, and they may have had 10% of the fans. Wow. So – the support is here. Yeah. We just gotta get it under our belt and get some recruiting going and 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 get some wins. And when the players start coming, this 
the vibe that you feel, the environment that's here, it's gonna double. Yeah. I just got a I just got a great feeling about being here and um I don't know if you you seen the blue shirts around. I had two for you guys, but on the back of that shirt it says family. And I feel that here. Well, it seems to be well-supported, well-received. I know President Hodges came out and did a great job of, of talking about that even in that opening night. Uh, free admission for fans coming in. So, sure. you know, it's a family atmosphere. If you want some good family entertainment and fun, this would be the place to come. Talk about kind of what you expect as you get further into this season. You mentioned that Georgia Highlands athletic team, Motlow was a pretty athletic team the first night, yeah. too. You all fought them to the very end. Uh, is that the kind of uh, – uh, opponents that you expect to see as you go through this first year uh, with with the community colleges that you're going to be facing? Um, not as much, not as far as Georgia Highlands go, no. They got a seven-footer. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm just being honest. I don't I don't see a lot of teams with a with a seven-one guy, uh, six-seven wing, six-ten wing. Six four point. I don't see a lot of guard, a lot of schools like that. But I think it's a good for us. Is what a program we want our program to look like. Yeah. As you can see, our bigs are not small. We have some solid bigs, and um, we really want to just get out there and recruit more and and have a a, a competitive squad. That's that's definitely. Um, how can I say it? Getting viewed by the Division Ones, yeah. the, the Division Twos, and and we're getting kids to the next level. That's awesome. Talk about your current squad. This is the first year with this. You got some, some guys from the local area, and, uh, and I, I'm sure there's been excitement uh, in, in some of the local high schools and stuff with the opportunity for kids like that. But maybe talk about some of the, the guys that are on the roster right now that you've been a particularly impressed with and happy with as, as uh, maybe leaders and, and taking that uh, first team where it needs to be right now? So we got a lot of hometown heroes, so to speak. I'm thankful for my squad, and I'm thankful for the guys that came out the tryouts, and we have guys like Sebastian Terry from from um, not Muscle Shoals but Lawrence County. We have uh, Mitchell, Mitchell Chaffee from Muscle Shoals. Uh, Benjamin Stewart, right here in Madison. Uh, Trayvon Raglan, who fathers coaches at at um, Tennessee Valley Prep. So we got a lot of hometown guys, and what that brings is also, it also brings fans. But with those guys, what I'm glad to see from them is the buy-in. You know, the most important thing for me this year is developing a culture. It's not about it's about wins, yeah. but it's about a winning culture. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing for me on the development of, of, of what we're building right now. And um, I, I I look at my program as a small Alabama. Uh, I, I always compare stuff to Alabama football because Nick Saban came in. He didn't come in with the vision to, to be a, a, a – to, to run a mediocre program. He had a championship culture from the beginning of his season and to, from his first year there until now. And his first year, I don't think he went won a state uh, a national championship, did he? No. But building, building, and laying the foundation. Exactly. For that. 
Exactly. And that's the most important thing for me here. Well, it really seems like the the cards are all on the table. There's an opportunity. It's a it's a great area with there's great athletes in North Alabama. It is. In this surrounding area. Uh, there's great fans, I think, that enjoy this kind of thing. Uh, sure. So I, I think the ingredients are there. I think you, you got it, and, and you've got the vision for it. So certainly excited about it. We're, we've been excited to be a part of this and get to broadcast some of the games. I appreciate uh, you guys. Talk about what you expect maybe even in the game tonight. So you're, you played them just a, a little while ago. You mentioned they're very athletic. Maybe tell us, what's the key to the game for us to watch for uh, as we see your guys play tonight? I think the key this today is going to be discipline uh, and to be disruptive. Uh, and a lot of times when I say disruptive, people think I'm, I mean it's, it's pressing and stuff like that. But, no, I mean disruptive is doing things that they're, they're not comfortable with. So we might slow it down a little bit tonight. Not our style, but we're trying to get a win. Yeah. So um, we, we just we just want to be disruptive. We want to be disciplined. We want to be solid on the defensive end. And we want to play uh, fast but with, with pace on the offensive end. So that's the biggest thing. And uh, just, to, just to put this out there, you, you mentioned last, like, what we're looking for in the future. Man, we rec- we're recruiting guys right now from the Huntsville area. So, um, I'm not. I'm not a. This is a community college, and I'm real big on getting guys from this area, and I want guys that's in the community. I'm rec- right now. I'm recruiting Izzy Miles. Um, uh, we're losing three three of our point guards. You know, um, I think Izzy from Grissom can come over and help us, um, and he'll do a tremendous job here. And he'll get a lot of looks his first year. He might be a one and done. But uh, those are the type, those are the caliber players that we want to bring into this arena and this facility and be a part of this family. And um, with kids like that, games like tonight will be walking the park. (laughs) Hey, that's what we're looking for. Best of luck to you, Coach Powell, tonight and beyond. I think you're doing a great job building this program and. Uh, we, we really just want to wish you the best going forward. Man, I appreciate it. All I right. appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank hey, we'll you take so a much. short break, come back with second half action of the ladies' game. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball for Play Action Sports. If you're looking for an appreciate alternative it. to the insane prices of buying furniture, appliances, and electronics outright, why not consider Rent to Own at Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens? High quality at low prices. Top brands like GE, Maytag, Samsung, and Ashley. No credit approval and flexible payment options. See what you can take home today. Visit Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens at 600 South Jefferson Street in the Athens Shopping Center. Go online to BuddyRents.com or call 206-9505. Buddy's Home Furnishings. Ardmore Telephone Company has been operating right here in your community since the 1950s. Over the years, we've brought you advanced communication services such as telephone, high-speed internet, and security systems. And going forward, we'll be right here ready to provide you with innovative services and the high level of customer service you've come to expect at ardmore telephone our proof is the test of time running decades deep we're ardmore telephone and we are here to stay for more details call 1-800-830-9946 or visit ardmore.net
getting set for third quarter action here at Kelly Gymnasium on the campus of Calhoun Community College. I'm Lance Taylor with Paul Wilson and our producer Tim Lambert. 38-27, Meridian leads at the half. We're just underway here, third quarter. Meridian having the ball first. Cowan drives hard to the hole right out of the chute and misses, rebounded by Crutcher, and the Calhoun Lady Warhawks will come back the other way. Horson at the top gets it to West on the wing. Inside for Hawkins. Back out to Horson. She'll drive and pull back out. Drive again and take it all the way. No good. Hawkins with the rebound. Out to Crutcher. She'll pull up and shoot. And it's good. Two-point bucket for Crutcher. Quickly down the floor, Meridian Davis gets it underneath and goes hard to the hole. She's going to draw the foul. That might be a third on Hawkins. And they'll miss her if she has to, and she's coming out of the game. Yep. Um, she had seven rebounds the first half, already has an offensive rebound and an assist this half. Yeah, Gracie Howard checks in for her. First shot by Davis is up and no good. Davis has struggled a little bit at the line tonight. Three out of six. I think she's had several opportunities. Yeah. Second one rattles around. It's no good. Rebound to Calhoun. Horson with it at the top. Working to the left wing to West. West cuts inside, loses the handle for a moment, regains it. Out to Gracie Howard. She'll shoot the three. Off the iron, no good. Crutcher with the rebound. She gets her shot blocked. West has it underneath, and she'll drive it back out, get it to Horson at the top to reset. Horson to Howard. Howard to the top to Watkins. She drives, and jump ball going to be called as Davis ties her up trying to go to the goal. Calhoun is doing a really good job uh, offensive rebounding. They've got nothing to show for it this half so far. Uh, but you got to give Meridian credit. If you put that ball on the floor going to the basket, there's at least four hands in there. Uh, they do an excellent job of, of getting hands on the basketball. They're very quick, and they use every bit of their reach. Watkins gets it underneath, tries to get the shot up on Davis. Loses the handle, and Davis comes away with it. Up the floor for Meridian. Two on two, gets it to Cowan, and she puts it in for the two-point bucket. Yeah, on that inbounds play, I always tell my kids, you got to be, you got to major in court geography. She didn't major in court geography right there. Forreston takes it all the way for a two-point bucket for Calhoun. 40-31, to nine-point lead for Meridian over Calhoun. 8-14 to go in the third quarter. Durrell with it, up top, guarded by Horrison. Gets it to Wilson. Guarded by Rogers. Wilson drives. She puts up the floater. It's no good, and Howard comes away with the rebound for Calhoun. Horson looks to drive again. She shoots the floater, and it sticks between the rim and the backboard. Jump ball will go to Meridian. Do you know what type basketball that they use? I've got a reason for asking. I'm not 100% sure. If it's a Wilson, um, we've had more uh, of those, the ball sticking in right there than I've ever seen. And i got to believe it's something to do with the basketball. But I don't know if that's a Wilson or what they use. 
It sure stuck. Yes. Pressure defense for Calhoun. Yeah, it's a 2-2-1. Meridian breaks it. Givens cuts it through, gets it to Williams. Now over to Davis at the top. She thought about shooting, then drives and gets tripped going into the lane. Boy, she crashed hard. She did. She's still on the floor. Going to be called on Horison. It's her second. And Kasai Rogers will come in for Gracie Howard. Get a towel out, wipe the floor a bit. Wilson will inbound underneath for Meridian. Lob into Davis. Underneath to Cowan. Back to Davis. She'll shoot the 15-plus footer. Miss it. Cowan gets the rebound on the floor, and Rogers ties her up. Lasai Rogers gets the tie up, and it'll be a jump ball. Should be Calhoun's ball. It will. It will go over to Calhoun. Crutcher, Horison, both of the Rogers girls are on the floor, and Watkins for Calhoun. Horison at the top. Pulls back out. Working against Wilson to Watkins at the free throw line. She'll drive on Davis, draw the foul, and go to the line. It's a good move by uh, by Watkins. Now she needs to knock these two down. Second foul on Amari Davis. Watkins step into the line here for Calhoun. She's four or five for five on the night at the line. Makes that one. 40 to 32, eight-point game with 7.19 to go in the third quarter. Meridian leads. Second shot for Watkins is up. Off the front iron, no good. Rushing up the floor is Meridian. Kick out to Givens on the wing. She'll throw to the top to Williams. Now back to Wilson at the top. They'll reset. Man-to-man defense for Calhoun. And we got a whistle and a foul underneath. Going to be called on Horison. That's going to be her third. Her and Givens were kind of going back and forth, and ultimately Horson got called for the foul. Yes, but the, the official up top called it. Inbound is nicely done by Meridian, and Williams gets the bucket underneath. Yeah, that was just too easy. I was going to say the official up top called it, and I would, wouldn't have thought that was his area. But They get to blow the whistle, though, right? Travel on this end of the floor by Kasai Rogers, or excuse me, Les- Lesai Rogers. Trying to drive the baseline. That's the first turnover of the second half for Calhoun. They had 18 in the first half. 42 to 32, 10-point lead. 6.40 to go third third quarter. Meridian with it, and now it's a loose ball tie-up. This jump ball will go to Meridian. See, that's one of those where you almost wish they could do something with the jump ball to where that was caused by a defensive play that the defense could get it. Get a chance Um, at it. Cowan inbounding underneath for Meridian. Davis will shoot the elbow shot, 
And it rolls around the rim, no good. And we've got a whistle and a foul underneath. Going to be called on Meridian on Williams, pushing the back, going for that rebound. Warhawks need a basket right here, Lance. Horse and across half court to Rogers, to Watkins. She'll shoot the long jumper off the iron, no good. Givens with a rebound for Meridian, pushing it up the floor. Hard to the basket. Good stop there by Rogers underneath. And Lasai Rogers takes the loose ball, pushes back ahead to Kasai Rogers. She'll get it to Horson. Horson will shoot the three from the corner, and it's good. Three point basket from Makai Horson. So that was good team defense by Calhoun then, and then a great transition kick out for the open three. Timeout going to be called by Meridian here. 42 35. Calhoun Lady Warhawks have cut it to seven with 5.49 to play here in the third quarter. Much better offensive basketball here in the second half yeah, by lot, Calhoun. Yes, a lot cleaner. One turnover uh, so far after having 18 in the first half because the turnovers were 18 to six, and Calhoun's down 11 at halftime. And you think about it, that's 12 possessions that Meridian had that were shots that Calhoun didn't have. Uh, and, you know, you're spotting somebody 12 shots, and that's just that that's hard to do. I, I read uh, – I never really had thought about it, but read a book, basketball book one time, and the guy said it's not about making shots. It's about who gets the most shots. Because <laughs> you can only make one. You know, you can get five in on the floor and make one and shoot 20%, but you've scored on your possession. So that's 12 possessions that Calhoun did not get any shots, and you have to assume Meridian did. Very, very good point. Meridian inbounds. They have a nice play coming off the sideline inbound. Get it all the way to Wilson after swinging it to, or excuse me, Williams after swinging it to the wing, and she draws the foul underneath. We'll go to the line to shoot two. But that's one of those where if you're Meridian's coach, I, I'm really wanting to get on to Williams. When they run that play, she's posted up. Go strong. She didn't go strong at all to the basket. She was fortunate to get a foul. Kind of hesitated. Yeah, she who hesitates misses free throws. <laughs> Williams misses the first free throw. 42-35. Meridian leads Calhoun. Second shot off the iron, no good. Davis fights for the rebound for Meridian. And a jump ball call underneath. Nice job by Crutcher to tie her up. Yeah, you need to, to box out better on that by Calhoun. But she, and that's another thing you want to tell kids, when you get that rebound, don't bring it below your chin because when you do, you bring all those hands involved. And Calhoun was able to get their hands on it and, and get the jump ball. Calhoun will have it. 5.39 to go third quarter, trailing by seven. Yeah, Meridian is, uh, they're not agreeing with the last two jump ball calls going to Calhoun. <laughs> but, um uh, I always like to try to say to the referee, but they're getting every other one. (laughs) Here's Crutcher with it on the wing. To Watkins, breaking to the goal. Shot is up and good, and the foul. Nice pass and finish. Watkins gets the two-point bucket. We'll go to the line for the three-point play. 42-37, cuts it to five. Was that Kasaya Rogers that made the pass? Yes. Okay, that's what I was thinking. She had the first cutter, and she faked it to her. Then second cutter she hit. Free throw is up and good. 
This is the closest it's been in a while. Calhoun on a uh, 6-0 run right now. Just down four. Givens the Mm. three on the other end by Meridian. Answers. 45-38. Here's Crutcher with it off the handoff on the wing. She'll pull and shoot. Too high off the glass. No good. And got a foul underneath. I think going to be caught on Howard. No, they called it on Watkins. Push underneath on the rebound. Five oh three to go, third quarter. Gibbons will be shooting free throws here for Meridian. They lead forty-five to thirty-eight. Yeah, they'll be shooting free throws the rest of the quarter. First shot is up and no good. It's got to be the bus ride with the free throws because Calhoun <laughs> has shot theirs well this time. And if I but remember, didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they didn't at Meridian. I think Meridian did shoot them well. Second shot by Givens is good. You know, home, t- home court familiarity with the yeah. goals and all that, too. But, you know, you got to give Meridian credit. They've answered Calhoun's run with a, a, a similar run so far. Yeah. 46-38. Calhoun now with it trailing. Rodgers will drive. Kick to Rodgers. Three on the way. No good. A little bit long for Lasai. And Meridian will come back the other way. Cowan on the drive with Kasai Rogers guarding her, and she's going to commit the foul, trying to keep her from getting the shot off. Yeah, again, that's one of those where, you know, you, you tell your players, take it to the goal. There's going to be some times that you take it and you wind up having to throw up a bad shot, but, but uh, most of the time you're either going to get a good shot or you're going to get that call right there. Free throw no good by Cowan. And it's a good thing Calhoun does play a lot of people because they have committed a lot of fouls. This is true. Second shot by Calhoun is good. Makes it 47-38, Meridian over Calhoun. 4.38 to go third quarter. Horrison on the left-hand side of the floor gets it to Rogers. Rogers into the corner, back to Horrison. Three on the way, good. Second three-pointer of the half from Micaiah Horrison. 47-41, 47-41, back to a six-point ball game. Durrell with it on the left-hand side to the top. Cowan will shoot the three off the front iron. No good. Fight for the rebound underneath, and it will come out to Meridian. Davis now with it on the wing, steps in, shoots the shot. No good off the back iron. This time Calhoun gets the rebound. Rogers gets it ahead to Horison. Horison looking to drive on Davis. Spin move. Shot is up. No good. Loose ball gets to Meridian, and she'll throw it up the floor to kind of a snowboarding cow, a snowbirding cow, and she puts it in. 49-41. Horrison not guarded at the three line. She shoots and misses. Kind of a heat check there. Gets the rebound on the loose ball. Draws a foul underneath. So Horrison will go to the line to shoot too. Yeah, a lot of action. This is more like what the first part of the first quarter was like. Yeah, kind of chaotic, but, you know, it, it kind of depends on who takes advantage of that. Right. <laughs> Neither team fully did there, uh, so we kind of have a stalemate ultimately with Horson now at the line. Yeah. 
First shot from Akai is up and good. 49-42, that cuts the lead to seven. 3.32 to play third quarter. Second shot on the way, it's good. West will check in for Horrison to give her a break. So Kasaya and Lasaya Rogers on the floor, Gracie Howard, along with Jortasia West, Kennedy Hawkins. Callan drives, kicks out to Roberts. Roberts shoots, misses. West with a good position and rebound underneath. Gets it to Rogers coming up the floor for Calhoun. Kasai looking to drive. Kicks nice inside pass. to Hawkins. Shoots, scores. Left hand. under three minutes to go now, third quarter. That was a good drive and kick by Rogers right there. Roberts with it at the top. Man-to-man defense for Calhoun. Drive here by Durrell, and she's going to draw the foul and go to the line to shoot two. Going to call Asai Rogers on a push as she was going to the goal. Yeah, I I think just from looking at it that, that Calhoun is uh, is most comfortable when it's transition up and down the floor. Uh, they can get it and they can attack and kick it or, or, or get their uh, uh, get the layup. They've looked good this quarter offensively uh, getting up and down the floor. Second shot is up and good by Durrell. Horson checks back in, and she'll bring it up the floor for Calhoun. 51-45. Got a whistle, and the shot clock was not running. So does the same guy work the the regular clock and the shot clock? It's looking like that's what's happening tonight. That ought to be like uh, working. Oh, you got to get like time and a half. That's right. Because I'm telling you right now. (laughs) That's tough. uh, I was raised Methodist. That shot clock could cause you to lose your (laughs) salvation. I'm not saying you can lose your salvation. We're not here to say that. But if you can, working both clocks could cause someone to struggle with their faith. That's tough, yeah. 2.40 2.40 clock running. Six-point lead for Meridian over Calhoun. Horson with it. Tries to get it inside to Watkins. It's knocked away, but Horson regains it. Now to Watkins. Watkins at the elbow. Into the corner. Rogers, three-pointer. Too long. Loose ball taken by Roberts of Meridian. Had her trap. She does get it out to Davis. Davis will push it up the floor. Into the corner for Givens. Givens looks to drive. Wild shot is no good. Cowan gets the rebound underneath and draws the foul. Yeah, Calhoun, I think they were trying to get a high-low um, action going. They got it to the high post, but Meridian is so physical inside. But she caught it, and she turned, and uh, we always teach our shot low opposite. So she didn't have the shot. She looked low, and she hit the opposite, but they just couldn't knock the three down. First shot by Cowan is no good off the rim. Second shot coming up. It's good. 52-45, 210 to go third quarter. West with it for Calhoun at the top. To Horison. 
Working against Givens. To West on the wing. Trying to look inside. Oh, good, good post. Pass. Hawkins has it on the live pass. Two points for Kennedy Hawkins. 52-47. Cuts the lead down to five. And Meridian will call a timeout. Minute 42 to play third quarter. Timeout. 30-second timeout. Five-point lead now. This is, again, getting it close, nearly as close as it's been all night as Calhoun has cut it down to 52-47. Yeah, if Calhoun can keep it at, at five or if they could get it lower, of course, that would be even better. But it was 11 at halftime, and and I think Calhoun's got something working with the hitting, hitting the high post. Uh, they, that time they did a great job. Um, they ran a couple of players from the weak side to the ball side, which essentially – clears out to help and then they threw the lob that particular time uh, to Hawkins and she was able to put it in a basket fans will remind you to tune in for the play action sports update three times each weekday for school youth and amateur sports news from the limestone county area on 1080 a.m wkac out of the timeout meridian with it gets it over to the wing to givens to roberts back to givens She'll lob inside for Cowan under the goal. Shot is no good. Well contested by the Lady Warhawks. Loose ball, though, gotten by Meridian. They save it, but it's stolen by West. West pushes to Rogers. She'll shoot the jumper off the front iron. No good. Loose ball taken away by Watkins of Calhoun. To Rogers. Lob inside for Hawkins. Can't quite get it as Roberts bats it away for Meridian. Gives it to Givens up the floor. She'll drive. Shoot. No good. And Watkins, or excuse me, Hawkins has the rebound for Calhoun. Again, a little chaos here up and down the floor. West, she'll drive. Layup is good. 52-49. Under a minute to go third quarter. Calhoun right back in it. Down three. Durrell with it at the top. Guarded by West. Cowan with it. To Davis in the corner. To Roberts at the top, driving on Hawkins. She'll pull it back out now. Loose ball. Gathered by Durrell, and she'll put it up and in off the backboard. You see, that's just bad luck. Calhoun did a good job, knocked the ball loose, but happened to knock it to number two, and she just took it to the basket for the layup. Here's Watkins with it, going to drive on Davis. She shoots, draws the foul. She'll go to the line to shoot two. You see, that's another thing. Right there, um, Watkins is just aggressive. Wasn't the best-looking shot, but because she was aggressive, there was a little contact, and they, you know, they called the foul. Um, so now she's going to get to the line with a chance to cut the lead to three. To Shanti Watkins at the line, shooting two, 54 to 49, 13 seconds to go in the third quarter. Misses the first one. Second shot on the way. It's good. 54-50, four-point game. Ten seconds to go, third quarter. Durrell with it for Meridian. Working against Torreson on the wing. She'll pull the three-pointer. It's way short. Might have got tipped. Hawkins has it. Steps on the line. And it's going to be into the third quarter. 
54 to 50 at the end of three. Got a great fourth quarter coming up for you. Stay with us. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99 and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with a Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. Fourth quarter action coming up here for the Lady Warhawks of Calhoun. Facing off against the Meridian Lady Eagles tonight, 54-50. Calhoun Trails as we get set to start this fourth quarter. Fans want to remind you to subscribe to the Play Action Sports Report on your favorite podcast platform or listen online at pasnetwork.net. It drops every Wednesday and features news, results, and interviews from Athens and Limestone County. Now, word on the street was there were going to be some some changes coming to the Play Action Sports. Is it the app? Have, Have they happened yet? Okay. Updated app, so check it out. Meridian with it to start the fourth quarter. Cowan at the top against West. To Givens on the wing. She'll shoot a three off of a little curl. It rattles around and is no good. Hawkins fights for the rebound, gets it, has to save it on the sideline. It goes to Cowan of Meridian. Offensive foul. Great job by Watkins to set herself up as Cowan went to shoot the floater. Yeah, I was about to say, you want to tell Hawkins that's good hustle, but you never throw it in on your defensive end. You always either go out of bounds with it or sling it to the other end, but great job by Calhoun of recovering and getting the charge. Corson with it at the top. She'll throw inside to Hawkins. Working. Shot. No good. Davis gets the rebound for Meridian. Cowan throws ahead for Williams, trying to beat everybody up the floor, gets the bucket and draws the foul. Good job by Meridian just with two passes to beat everybody up the floor. It was. And uh, is that Williams, is that her first basket of the half? It, it is her second. Okay. Um, yeah, that's one of those. You want to say to the officials, of all the fouls that you're going to call. <laughs> yeah, kind of ticky-tack on it that didn't, one. It didn't impede her shot at all. Misses the free throw. So it's 56-50, six-point game. Nine minutes to go in the ball game. Horson loses her dribble, gets mm. it to Rogers. Woo, could have been called for a travel yes. there. And she will get called for a travel here. Just rushing a little bit on the offensive end. Well, and that time, Calhoun never got settled. It's so hard to settle. You would think that that's not very hard to do. It's so hard to get them to settle. Uh, and they just they they had a back cut. They couldn't get it to her. And they just... It got them out of rhythm, and and it led to the walk. 
Meridian with it now in the half court. Durrell to Cowan. Looks to drive. That's what she's tried to do all night. Misses that one. Oh, that was a push underneath. Williams got away with it. Yeah. He gets the rebound and puts it back in. 58-50. Horson up the floor for Calhoun. Against Givens. Throws it to Hawkins. She'll pull up and shoot. Good. Two-point bucket. Kennedy Hawkins. Now, Calhoun needs a stop right here and another basket. Get it back down to four. That's 12 now on the night for Hawkins. Yeah, she's got she's got a double-double. Um, she had seven rebounds. First, she's got 11 rebounds, 10 rebounds. Horison steals it away from Gibbons. Calhoun now coming up the floor. Chance to cut into this six-point lead. Williams overplays the pass and gets the steal from Meridian. She'll get it to Cowan. Backcourt pressure here by Rogers against Cowan. Meridian will work it up and now slow things down. 7.38 to go in the ballgame. Here's Durrell off of a screen, hits the three. Yeah, that was a good screen. That's where you got to you got to switch. Somebody's got to come out and help. That's just too easy. 61-52, nine-point lead now for Meridian. Timeout called by Coach Candace Bird-Vincent on the sideline. And it's a full timeout, so we'll take it with them. Stay with us. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate now taking lot reservations at lonnie dale subdivision custom built homes no hoa call 656-2370-6152 meridian leads calhoun the lady warhawks trying to fight back in this one here in the fourth quarter 719 to play in the ball game listen during the post game show as we announce our fan of the week enter your name at pasnetwork.net for your chance to win a gift certificate good at either Village Pizza or Cream Delight. That's a tough choice right there. <laughs> That's kind of like uh, Cindy Crawford or Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> you're going to be happy with either choice. It's just. Yeah, if you're not from around here, you just don't know, right? <laughs> That's correct. All right, Calhoun needs to get it under control a little bit here. Trailing nine after having it down to four. Rogers, both Rogers on the floor for Calhoun with Horison, Crutcher, and Hawkins. Horison with it at the top, gets it to Crutcher. Crutcher working over the right hand side. She looks to drive underneath and steps on the end line. It'll go to Meridian. 7.08 to play. Durrell will bring it up for the Lady Eagles. To Wilson on the wing. To Givens. Elbow shot is good. Well, you've got to give Meridian credit. They've opened this fourth quarter strong and took it from a four-point lead back out to what it was at halftime at 11. 
63-52. Pass stolen, and then Hawkins ties her up right away for a jump ball, and it'll stay with Calhoun. Watkins checks back into the game for Crutcher. Horson gets the inbound pass. She looks to drive right off of it, dumps inside to Watkins, and she has the shot blocked by Williams. And Calhoun will reset and inbound again underneath. And see, Meridian that time, that's what you tell your kids. If you're going to foul, you foul with your leg. You push with your legs. She just went She went straight up, but she used her legs to push the Calhoun player under the basket. Rogers with a three off the back iron. No good. Hawkins high for the rebound. Tries to get it back to Rogers, and it's intercepted by Durrell. Running the other end, gives it to Gibbons, and gets the layup, beating everybody up the floor. 65-52, 6-16 to go. Yeah, does Calhoun have one more run in him? That's, um... Kasai Rogers drives, and she gets fouled. She'll go to the line to shoot two. Well, I looked up where Kennedy Hawkins is from, and I remember, I remember her now. She's from Florence, and... Uh, when I coached at Clements a couple of years ago, we played against her in a in a tournament. I, I knew she looked familiar, but I couldn't remember where she had played. First free throw by Kasai Rogers is no good. Second mm. one is also no good. Loose ball underneath and going to get a foul called. See, again, I, I, when I say I'm not going to complain, I'm fixing to complain. <laughs> but... Meridian has the basketball. Nobody gained an advantage right there. Why call the foul? Why call that? Yeah, I agree. 65-52, 13-point lead, 5.55 to go fourth quarter. Durrell with it, guarded by Lasai Rogers. Long three is good by Wilson. That might be a four. She shot that one from just about the bottom part of the uh, Warhawk emblem. Backboard bank shot is good on the other end by Lasai Rogers. 68-54, 5.26 to play. Durrell with it at the top to Wilson. Looking to drive. Free throw line now backs out. She'll shoot another three off the back iron. No good. Williams with the rebound underneath, and she draws the foul on the shot. Yeah, Williams has done a, uh, a good job uh, here, especially in the fourth quarter of getting position on uh, for offensive rebounds. And unfortunately, that's five on Kennedy Hawkins. Hmm. Crutcher will come in for Hawkins, who's fouled out. How many points did she leave with? Uh-huh. She left with... 14. No, I'm sorry. Let me double check that. I think I looked at the wrong line. Yeah, 14. She had 11 rebounds, so she had a double-double. Rebound on the miss goes to Calhoun. Back up the floor. Horson with it at the 
top. She'll pull back and shoot a three. Off the back iron, no good. Given, or excuse me, Wilson loses it for Meridian out of bounds, and Calhoun will inbound underneath. They almost didn't let Horson get across half court before they gave her that basketball. Rogers throws it into Horson, and she'll shoot at the top of the key, the three, on the front of the rim, front of the rim and no good. And a travel going to be called on Williams. She had the rebound, traffic around her, and she took steps. Well, I'm almost positive that she is doing an excellent job at rooting the Calhoun player either with her hands or with her. Because every time she gets a rebound, you see a Calhoun player. That Move, is, moving, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's a big girl. Horson with it on the wing to Acre at the top. She'll drive now toward the baseline. Gets it inside to Crutcher, and a foul going to be called, I believe, on Davis pushing from behind on Crutcher. Yeah, that's the biggest difference in, or one of the big difference between high school and college basketball. The way these players are posting right now in high school, they would be dominating because you just don't see the the physical, by and large, being that physical. That's that's five on Davis for Meridian. So Roberts checks in. Rogers inbounding underneath. Wilson bats it out of bounds, so we'll do it again. 439 to play in the ball game. 69 to 54. Meridian leads Calhoun. Now that's 437. The clock's moving. That's two seconds that came off that clock. It's tough to do the shot clock and the game clock, right? It is. <laughs> Here's Rogers driving. Shot no good, but foul gonna be called on Williams. So Kasai Rogers will go to the line to shoot two. And see again, that's one of those as a coach you would tell your the, the defender. You've got the girl moving away from the basket, shooting a shot going away from the basket. There's no reason to have any contact with her whatsoever. First free throw is good. 69 to 55. Need a big run here. Four and a half minutes to play. Second free throw is up and good. Four points on the night for Kasai Rogers. Here's Durrell bringing it up for Meridian. Cowan will shoot the three. Off the back iron, no good. Williams gets the high rebound. She goes right back up and puts it in. Meridian leads. Horson drives in the lane. Shot good. Good move by Horson right there. Very aggressive right to the free throw line. Here's Durrell with it at the top. Guarded by Rogers. Uh, Rogers. Has Williams got uh, double figures for Meridian? Very close. That bucket is good by Wilson. Because she's one rebound away from... From 10 is why I was asking. Mm, turnover by Calhoun. She's got right nine points. No, she's got 11. She's got 11 points. So, yeah, she's double-double as well. 73-58, 3.38 to go fourth quarter. Meridian will have the ball. 
Durrell will walk it up. Lasai Rogers guarding her. Two screeners at the top. Now they peel out. Durrell will drive, kick to Williams underneath, and she's got the basket. Yeah, that's a that's a horn set that uh, Meridian is running, and they've run a, a, a fair amount where she has the option to go to off either screen, and, and their point guards have done an excellent job. Shot by Watkins for Calhoun on the other end is no good. Fight for the rebound. Williams will come away with it for Meridian. And Durrell will bring it back up the floor. Three minutes to go, 75-58. to 58. Meridian leads Calhoun. Same set again for Meridian. This time it'll be Wilson shooting a three on the wing. It's no good off the back iron. Fight for the rebound by Williams and Jones underneath. It ultimately goes out of bounds, excuse me, off of Jackson for Calhoun. So Meridian will inbound underneath their own basket. Morgan Morris into the game for the first time tonight. Cowan with it on the wing, back to Durrell. She'll come back to the top of the key and get her for a double dribble at the top. 2.36 to play. 75-58. Corson will bring it up for Calhoun. Works to the right-hand side of the floor to West. She looks to drive, now pulls it back out. Gets it to Jackson at the free throw line. Jackson looking. Gets it to West, cutting in the lane. Shot no good. Blocked underneath by Roberts. Wilson will race it up the floor for Meridian, and she'll pull it back out. Give it to Durrell, and they'll take time to set something up. 2.06 to go. Off the screen. Now to Wilson on the other side. Wilson drives. She'll pull up, shoot at the free throw line. No good. Rebound by Morris underneath. Orson up at the top of the key, looking to drive. Loses the handle. Durrell will have it. Trying to go one-on-one with Horson To the goal, she scores and draws the foul. Yeah, that's just frustration foul right there um, uh, by Horson. So Durrell will go to the line to shoot one. With a minute 41 to go in the fourth quarter. 77-58. That free throw is up and good. Makes it 78-58. 20-point lead. Largest of the night for Meridian. Horison at the top of the key. Working against Cowan. She'll look to drive, shoot the floater in the lane, and it rattles around in the end. Good move by Horison. You know, the scoreboard, I won't say it, it doesn't lie, but sometimes it doesn't tell the whole story. This has really not been an 18-point game. Um, uh, Calhoun has played much better in the second half. Uh, it's just that Meridian has knocked shots down um, in the fourth quarter. Cowan with it on the wing, now back up to Durrell after a long rebound. And they've also done an excellent job rebounding here in the fourth quarter. Roberts Good drives, play. she scores, and draws the foul. You're, you're dead on, though, about the scoreboard. It really has not told the whole story because the Lady Warhawks did an excellent job to come out in the second half and cut the, the lead down to four, be right in the game back and forth for quite a while, 
It's just been a little too much from Meridian. Yeah, if you'd have told me there was a twenty, this was a twenty-point game, I was I would have said, well, it was in the first half. Yeah. Um, but got to give credit to Meridian; they came out and had a very strong fourth quarter. Morris drives on the baseline, loses the handle, and ends up getting taken away by Meridian's Will, uh, Will Williams, Sarah Williams. She'll give it off to Durrell. She'll bring it up the floor. 36 seconds to play. 18 on the shot clock. And we got a screening foul called on Walker of Meridian. So the ball will go over to Calhoun. Yeah, with as many screens as is set in the college game. Now, this that's the first illegal screen we've seen tonight. So it's been a good job by both teams. 25 seconds to go, 81 to 60. West with it at the top for Calhoun. Looking to drive. Tries to spin in the lane, tries to get it inside to Jackson and does, but Jackson loses the handle. Tight defense down there, and it'll go over to Meridian. With 11 seconds to go. Hard-fought game by the Lady Warhawks tonight, but just going to come up short on this one. Yes. Durrell will dribble it up. Cross half court, two seconds, one second, and that'll do it. 81 to 60 is the final. Meridian defeats Calhoun tonight in the ladies' matchup. A really hard fought game. Nice job by the Lady Warhawks to come out in the second half and make a run at them, but just too much from the Meridian Lady Eagles tonight for Calhoun. We'll take a break and come back with some post-game here for the ladies' game and get you set also for the men's matchup. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. Athens Utilities comprises Athens Electric, Athens Gas, and Athens Water Services. Together, we are committed to providing reliable and affordable electricity, natural gas, and water and wastewater services. We operate as part of the city of Athens, and just like our city's motto of Athens is classic, southern, character, we believe in supporting what makes our community special, and that includes Athens and Limestone County sports. Call 233-8750, go by their office at 508 South Jefferson Street, or look for the link online at AthensAL.us. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis & Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis & Cole LLP. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. 
Addiction can have a crippling effect on everyone involved, leading to health problems and behavioral disorders. SOAR Addiction Recovery can help with their comprehensive and confidential treatment. SOAR understands the heartache and pain of addiction and can empower you to re-engage in a meaningful life. If you or someone you know needs help, don't wait. Call SOAR Addiction Recovery. That's S-O-A-R at 374-3858. Located at 30521 Ardmore Avenue in Ardmore. It's time for you to SOAR. Call now, 374-3858. SOAR Addiction Recovery. Want to howl with the havoc this season? Now's your chance from Tailgate Talk and the Huntsville Havoc. Just go to tailgatetalk.net and register your name. Then listen to Applebee's Tailgate Talk this Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC Radio as we announce the winners of Huntsville Havoc tickets. Howl with the havoc this season from the Huntsville Havoc and Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Welcome back to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. I'm Lance Taylor with Paul Wilson and our producer Tim Lambert at Kelly Gymnasium on the campus of Calhoun Community College as we just uh, brought to you the ladies matchup against Meridian. The Lady Warhawks fell, unfortunately, 81-60 to in a hard-fought game in the first matchup. And now we'll be getting set for the men's game as the Warhawks take on Georgia Highlands. I want to take a look for a moment at uh, some of the stats and such from the ladies' game and talk about that, Paul. Uh, you had uh, really a, a nice comeback in that third quarter to cut the lead all the way down to four at one point and kind of stay in it there for a while and then just kind of got away late. Yeah, well, again, you know, uh, we talked before the game about when and you asked what are the keys to the game. Of course, when you watch any game, they're going to say, you got to limit your turnovers. And, you know, the, the only quarter Calhoun outscored Meridian Coincidentally, it is the quarter they turned it over the fewest. They turned it over 28 times in the game, and only two of those was in the th- were in the third quarter. And uh, you know, it's you just got to protect the basketball. And again, um, give credit to Meridian for forcing turnovers with pressure and and just good defense. But um, yeah, that that was a big part of the game. Was was Calhoun needed to limit their turnovers, and they just couldn't do it tonight. So, some good things to take out of the game. I think Calhoun is finding – they're finding their scorers. They're finding who can put the ball in the hole. We were uh, particularly impressed tonight uh, with Kennedy Hawkins. She did a great job inside making some things happen. Ended up fouling out in that fourth quarter. Fouled out with 14 points. Uh, she might have gone on to have even more scoring in the ball game if not for fouling out. The leading score for the Lady Hawks was Makai Horrison, who had some late points there in the fourth quarter, had 18 points on the night. Uh, talk about those two in particular because I think that's a bright spot even in a loss. You, you you got some scores that can make some things happen if you get some of that other uh, under control. Right. Well, you know, Hawkins just she, – she had a double-double. She had 11 rebounds. Uh, she had five offensive rebounds. She did a really good job. On the glass, and she looks like that, that she was comfortable with the basketball inside, and, and um, she did a very good job. And then Horson, uh, there were a couple of times, especially late in the game, where she just took it and was determined to get to the basket, and and uh, she was able to do that. And those are things, you know, as a coach, you always like to say, after a loss, you want to find something to build on, and after a win, you want to find something to work on. And Calhoun out-rebounded Meridian for the game. That's something that you can build on uh, because my understanding, 
uh, all 15 of or 14 of Calhoun's players, they're all freshmen. And so they're learning to play in college, whereas, you know, Meridian probably has several that are sophomores that maybe even have, I don't know how the COVID situation worked in junior college, but you may have somebody playing their third year of junior college basketball. And um, uh, so, but, you know, I think that there were some good things for Calhoun, especially like you mentioned with Horson and, and Hawkins. You just want to see Hawkins be able to stay out of foul trouble, uh, obviously, so she can yeah. she can play later in the game. Tashani Watkins also had 14 points, uh, so I think she was also a bright spot, made some things happen inside and in the paint uh, for uh, the Lady Warhawks as well. So, you know, I think as we, we t- I talked at the halftime with – uh, Coach Powell of the, of the boys' team, and he he indicated that, hey, you know what, these are some tough teams early on that they're playing. Uh, and I think you could even see that in the women's game, that, uh, that that Meridian team, they were very athletic. We talked about it, especially in that second half. Their hands were everywhere with passes and dribbling and such. Uh, and I think, if, if nothing else, it'll make Calhoun a lot better next time out having faced a team that played that kind of defense uh, for the full 40 minutes. Right, and, you know, again, you go back this time last year, those girls were playing in high school, and they were the best player on the floor. And it's, uh, you know, it's a big step from being the best player on the floor to having players that even if you are more talented than they are, they are smart enough, strong enough to where if you don't do everything just right, and that's what Meridian Calhoun had to work so hard to get inside and get baskets that you know that takes you that's a, that takes a toll on you um, through four quarters. I mean, Calhoun didn't get anything easy inside. Um, but like I said, and you you want to play a tougher schedule. I had a coach tell me one time um, if you want to get to the postseason, you need to make sure that the best team you play isn't in the postseason it's in your regular season because that's going to prepare you and so i think playing those games like they did tonight that's going to help prepare them i think their conference does the conference schedule start next week i know they have it's coming up yeah yeah it's coming up yeah and i think i think that definitely gets them ready you know for what they've got coming up uh they've got um they've got coastal alabama south which is the 21st which is in it's not in their division but it's in the aj i guess it's the aj alabama community Yeah. Yeah. yeah Yeah, and then Bishop State coming up on the 3rd of December. So, yeah, they're getting right into that and have played some good, tough competition. I'll tell you another really cool thing that we saw at the end of the game. After the team shook hands, uh, Coach Candace Bird-Vincent had her players come over and out loud say thank you right. to the crowd for coming and supporting them. Uh, and Coach Powell talked about it at halftime of the girls' game. They want to build that culture and that atmosphere, that family atmosphere, uh, and, and a winning atmosphere. And that was really cool to see the team come over and show that appreciation to the fans. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I thought that was I thought that was nice of them to do because, um, uh, like you said, um, you know, you you to to keep basketball, you know, you want to make sure you've got a crowd and you get people involved and. Uh, you know, Calhoun's in a it's it's a unique it's a unique place in the sense that you would think it's Limestone County, but it's it's in uh, or you think it's Morgan County because it's Decatur, but it's really Limestone County. I remember one time um, when I was coaching at Danville, there was talk about having the county tournament moved, and uh, somebody said, "Well, why don't, why don't we play it at 
Calhoun and somebody goes, uh, you do know that's in Limestone it's County. In county. You know, it's not even in uh, But yeah. you associate it with, with Decatur. And, uh, but, you know, you want to get people involved. And, and it's like uh, you want to tell all these people that complained about not having basketball, well, if you want to keep basketball, get out here and, and watch it. Yeah, and, support uh, it. Yeah. And especially now, I mean, it's free. The, the yeah. games are free. You can come in and you can watch basketball. You can get you a hot dog. Get you some popcorn and a Coke and, and, and see some, some good basketball. Absolutely. About four and a half minutes till the start of the men's game. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and set the stage for that as the Calhoun Warhawks take on Georgia Highlands here just in a few moments. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. This is John. Hello. Katie. Hi. And Ted. Howdy. Ted's a welder. Katie's a dental hygienist. And John's an IT technician. IT, this is John. They all have two things in common. They're making good money, and they all have two-year degrees or certificates from Calhoun Community College. We prepare our students to go straight to work or transfer to a four-year university. And with more than 100 career options to choose from, Calhoun has a path that's focused on your success. What's for dinner? We literally just ate. So you can support your family. We're all packed. Let's go. You can take that trip. Or give your dog the expensive food he loves oh so much. Who's a good boy? Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. So what are you waiting for? We have classes in Decatur, Huntsville, or everywhere online. Choose Calhoun Community College. Your community, your college, your future. Register now. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 730 till 5, and Saturday, 730 till noon. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right real estate real easy that's the motto at innovative realty solutions and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission with sound real estate advice the latest information and a skilled analysis of the real estate market innovative realty solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair ethical and yes innovative process innovative realty solutions Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. 
Keep up with Athens and Limestone County sports with a Play Action Sports Report. Look for it every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform, the Play Action Sports Report. Scores, interviews, highlights, and more from school, youth, and amateur sports in Athens and Limestone County. The Play Action Sports Report every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform or online at pasnetwork.net. Welcome back to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. I'm Lance Taylor here with Coach Paul Wilson and our producer Tim Lambert at Kelly Gymnasium on the campus of Calhoun Community College as we get set for the Calhoun Warhawks to take on Georgia Highlands Mustangs here in the men's game tonight. Uh, looking forward to, to this one, Paul. I, I tell you, we, we talked to Coach Powell at halftime of the girls' game, and he said, hey, this is a really athletic group. They played them just uh, a week ago, lost 90-74. to 74. Uh, I would expect that uh, Calhoun's going to have to really come ready to play tonight uh, to hang with these guys again. Yeah, I would uh, I, I would agree with you. I didn't get to uh, see any of that game. I don't know if it, most schools now, you know, you can go to their website and there's some way to uh, – to watch it, but to put 94 up, you, you got to be doing something right. Yeah, uh, Coach Powell talked about the fact they've got a seven-footer on the team that's hard to, to wrestle with, and so uh, we'll we'll kind of be anxious to see how that goes. He also mentioned at halftime of the women's game that uh, they'll have to do some things maybe to kind of uh, aggravate Georgia Highlands a little bit, get them out of their rhythm and what they like to do. Uh, so maybe even see Calhoun slow the game at times tonight. Uh, in view of all of that, too. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, the two teams are getting the starting lineups called out right now uh, as we speak. Georgia Highlands being introduced uh, by the PA announcer. We'll get the Calhoun starting lineups here in just a moment. Now, I'm not going to complain. Far be it from me to complain. But this roster, there's two guys starting that we don't have a number. Uh, uh, <laughs> th- th- either either the, the number isn't Doesn't they've, match changed, up. they've changed numbers or something. Starting for Calhoun, number zero, Sebastian Terry. Number two, Kyrie Mitchell. Number five, Benjamin Stewart. Number 11, Charles Callahan. And number 22, Tyree Patterson. Calhoun coached by Derek Powell. Obviously, first season as this is his first year back of basketball here at Calhoun. 21 years without basketball, and now it's back here at Kelly Gymnasium. All right, teams break their huddles. Yeah, I think 20 has changed numbers on us. Kind of thinking that might be Kane. No, there's still a 15 on the bench. That's not him. Is there a 21? I don't see a 21. So that's Ocon. I bet it is. And then... um, Let's see, who's the other? Is that 30 that's starting? Yeah, number 30, Evans. So we got Evans, O'Conn, Porter. And R- Riley, I and think. And Riley. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then we don't know who zero is. We'll try to sort that out. Terry wins the jump, gets it to Stewart, who will give it over to Mitchell to bring it up for the Warhawks. Mitchell over to Stewart. He'll shoot the three, and it's good. Long three-pointer for Benjamin Stewart. You like that start, and there's a three-pointer by uh, Georgia Highlands. No good, but they get the offensive rebound. Oh, zero got it. Break inside, but miss. Terry will come away with a rebound. Mitchell pushes it up the floor. He'll peel back out and give it to Stewart. Now back to Mitchell. Terry looking to set a ball screen. O'Conn picks him up. Oh, he's open. Terry underneath the pass, though, hits the rim. Georgia Highlands will come away with it. Shot is up. No good. Terry gets the rebound. Gives it to Mitchell. No numbers. Mitchell will pull it back to Callahan. Callahan behind the back. Loses the handle. Hits it on the line. And the turnover will give it back over to Georgia Highlands. So Georgia Highlands will bring it up 3-0. Warhawks lead over the Chargers early. On the far left wing, Patterson guarding. Back to the near side. Try to throw it underneath, and it's intercepted by Terry. Very ill-advised pass right there. Mitchell with it now on the left wing. Stewart will take it off the screen. To Patterson, a little double screen. Patterson into the lane. Layup is no good. Terry can't quite get the follow. And the Chargers will come back with it this way. Skip pass across the floor. Drive into the lane. Blocked shot. Sebastian Terry blocked it. Rebound by O'Conn underneath, and he puts it in. Good drive. Drive by Patterson, and the bucket is good. Five to two. Chargers with it up top. Ball screen by O'Conn. Skip pass on the near side. Driving the lane. Shot is up no good. O'Conn has it. Loses it. And he traveled before he did anything with it anyway. It'll go to the Warhawks. Good start so far for Calhoun. Uh, Hit the three right off the bat. And then... um, uh, Patterson took it to the to the hole for the second basket. Pullen checks in for Georgia Highlands. Here's Mitchell coming across half court for Calhoun. To Stewart on the wing. Back to Mitchell. Mitchell will drive. Kick out to Terry. Terry kicks it back to Callahan. He'll pull up and shoot. Free throw line shot is good. Quickly up the floor, Georgia Highlands, three-pointer. It is good by Riley. Yeah, uh, Georgia Highlands, they do a good job getting the ball down in transition. Mitchell with it at the top to Callahan. On the near side at the wing, looking to drive. And tried to kick to Stewart in the corner, but it's too high and goes out of bounds over to Georgia Highlands. Oh, 
Carter checks in. Mitchell Chaffee coming in for Calhoun. He takes Sebastian Terry's place. All right, Pullen will bring it up the floor for the Chargers. On the wing, back up to the top. Pullen with it. Over to the far side. He gets it back into the corner. Shot by Riley. It's good. That is a tough three right there. Eight to seven now. Georgia Highlands with the lead. Patterson on the wing with the Chargers. He shoots the three. It's off the front iron and out of bounds. Pullen will run it up the floor for Georgia Highlands. Now pull back. Up to the top. Three-pointer by Carter on the way, and it's good. Got to get a hand in their face. They're willing to shoot it. And they shoot it. They're just just relaxed, and there's no hesitation. Mitchell with it now at the top for Calhoun. They set the offense. Chaffee looking to post up at the high post. Gets it back now to Mitchell. A little screen and roll. Mitchell will drive, kick, Stewart, three in the corner. Good. Second one of the night. All ready for Benjamin Stewart. Yeah, and Kyrie Mitchell already has three assists. He's doing a good job taking it to the goal and and drawing the defense and finding the open player. Pulling with it at the top for Georgia Highlands. Gets it to Carter. Screen by O'Conn. Roll. Good job. He wasn't looking for the ball. Stewart intercepts it. He's running up the floor. Kicks to Patterson. He'll look to drive, but he stepped on the sideline. Out of bounds. It'll go back to Georgia Highlands. Porter will check in. Pullen will come up the floor with it. Shot by Pullen, no good. Rebound, Benjamin Stewart. Gets it to Callahan, to Mitchell. On the right-hand side of the floor. To Patterson. Works off the ball screen. Tipped away from behind. Riley has it running the floor. Loses it, and going to get a foul called, and they're going to give him shots. I don't know if he was shooting or not, but foul is going to be called. No, I don't think I don't think he was shooting. Now, if I was the coach of him, I would. Uh. So Riley will go to the line to shoot two. Foul was on Patterson, his first. Teams first. First free throw is no good. Yeah, as soon as he shot that, I'm thinking, that is a nice 14-footer. <laughs> he's two for two from three. Yeah. He's, 0 for it, one yeah, at the line. It's, it's just too close for him. Second shot is good. Going to get some substitutions here. Evans comes in. So they can't go too deep on their bench. There's not, but I think nine. I think they brought nine here uh, in a in a press diamond, I believe. They get it to Chaffee in the middle. 
Guyette is in the game for Calhoun as well. Stewart and Mitchell break the press. Mitchell drives, shoots, misses. Chaffee gets the rebound underneath, fights his way up, does not get the shot. Loose ball on the floor. Mitchell almost had it. But Evans will come away with it for Georgia Highlands. Up the floor to Pullen at the top of the key. Backdoor cut. Riley at the goal, up and in. Excuse me, that was Carter. He gets the bucket. That was a good cut and a good pass for Georgia Highlands right there. Mitchell bringing it up now. Man-to-man defense instead of the full-court press. Georgia Highlands has a lot of length and size. (laughs) They do. Long three for Stewart off the iron. No good. Guy had almost had the rebound, but it's pulled away by Porter and Georgia Highlands. Pullen will come up the floor with it now. Looking to drive. Pulls back. Trap. Batted away, but back to Pullen. He gets it. He'll... Give it away for a three. It's no good by Porter. And we've got a whistle, and we're going to get a foul underneath on Callahan. Yeah, i got to believe uh, Georgia Highlands with their, not just their size but their length. Uh, it's going to be tough for Calhoun to deal with that. Official stop things, just make sure everybody kind of calms down a little bit. Georgia Highlands inbounding underneath. Out top to Dozier. He'll shoot the three. It's off the iron. No good. That's a push. And a push in the back. Yeah, Porter fouls going for the rebound. And he didn't need to do that either. The ball was coming out long and and he was going to get the rebound. But 2 2 1. No, no, I'm sorry. Kind of a 1-2-2 two, two matchup. Yeah. Here, here's Guyette with it. And they break it up the sideline to Mitchell, but he's in a trap. And a foul called. Good job of at least just holding on to the ball there, fighting through it. Yeah, and that's again, that's one where you, you tell those defenders, you've got him. He's fixing a walk or have to just throw it and, and to reach in and get a foul called. Wright checks in. O'Conn back in for Georgia Highlands as well. There's the inbound to Hawkins. To Smith. And Calhoun will look to set something up. Trailing 14 to 10. 13 minutes to go in the first half. Mitchell with it on the wing. Ball screen from Chaffee. Looking to drive. Kick. Corner. at open for three. In and out, no good at the horn. Long lob ahead to Dozier. He can't do anything with it. Throws it nearly away. Chaffee is hit on the sideline, and a foul is going to be called there on O'Conn. Calhoun's got one down uh, underneath the basket. Yeah, Guyette hit the floor hard, trying to defend everything at the goal. I think landed on his lower back. Just really, really hard. That... Hardwood floor doesn't give. Yeah, and I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> the PA guy caused uh, 
whoever they called the file on for Georgia Highlands to nearly have a stroke. He said it was his third, and he's looking around <laughs> and said, I hadn't fouled yet, and it was his first. Guyatt is up and walking off gingerly. Ren Cole coming into the game. I taught Ren at Danville High School and coached his sister. His sister is the best pure shooter I ever coached. Inbound to Mitchell. Backcourt pressure again here from Georgia Highlands. Smith with it now. Working across to Mitchell. Break the press. Into the half court now. Man-to-man defense. 12.32 to go in the first half. Cole will drive. He'll pull up. Shoot. Bucket good. Let me change that. His sister is the best scorer. Now, she was a good shooter, but she knew how to score. He does, too. And he gets the tip away, but Calhoun can't quite get it. Timeout called by Georgia Highlands by O'Conn as he was on the floor. O'Conn is a seven-footer with a big wingspan. And uh, from Coach Powell's talk at the halftime of the ladies' game, he's tough to deal with. Doing a pretty good job so far tonight. 14-12, to 12, a two-point ball game. Calhoun trails with 12-14 to go in the first half. That's kind of odd. The score yeah, is the same say, as the yes. time. Yeah, it's even on the on the same side. You know, it's Calhoun's on the left side and the, the 12th on the left side. You don't see that very often. You really don't. Fans want to remind you to go online to tailgatetalk.net and enter your nominations for the Applebee's <laughs> Athlete of the Week and vote on this week's poll. We'll announce the winner Saturday between 10 and noon on Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKC. The winner receives a gift card from the Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from Gotcha Coverage, Screen Printing, and more. Tailgate Talk gives you the chance to howl with the havoc this hockey season. Go to tailgatetalk.net and enter your name for tickets to see the Huntsville Havoc. Winners will be announced during Tailgate Talk Saturday mornings at 10 on WKC Radio. Yeah, i got to tell a story real quick on, on uh, Ren's older sister. She's one of the few girls. I mean, most girls, if you miss two shots, they're not taking another one. She, 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 her and shooting was like Will Rogers and people. She never met one she didn't like. <laughs> and so we had to have a, I had to have a code word for her. I said, Jolie, when you get in the game, if I'm yelling turquoise, you can't shoot it the first time you get it. <laughs> That's good stuff. Law of averages, right? At some point you're going to oh, make yes. it. Three in the corner on the inbound for Georgia Highlands is no good by Carter. Kick back out. Now Dozier has it. They get it inside. Kick back to the elbow to Carter. He loses the handle. Chaffee has it. Push ahead to Ren Cole. He'll peel back, wait for numbers, gets it to Smith, and the Warhawks will reset. Smith at the top. Four high look for Calhoun. Now Cole with it to Mitchell on the far side. Off a ball screen. Mitchell looks to drive. Kicks out to Smith. Three at the buzzer, no good. It'll be a shot clock violation for Calhoun. And, you know, and I'm not questioning what uh, Georgia Highlands does on offense. It's a little odd. They seem to be very three-point oriented and the size they have. Very true. Dozier with it at the top of the key to Riley on the wing. Trap there and a foul. Going to be caught on Smith. So it'll be a sideline inbound for Georgia Highlands. Evans will throw it in. 
to right, back to Evans. Three on the way, way too long and too strong. Mitchell comes away with a loose ball rebound. Yeah, if that shot was a baby, only its mother would think it was pretty. <laughs> Again, shooting the three instead yes. of going inside. Mitchell drives, kicks to the corner to Hawkins. Hawkins drives baseline inside for Chaffee, but it's knocked away, and Georgia Highlands will come away with it. Dozier drives up the floor behind the back. He's trapped in trouble, and a foul going to be called. A little too aggressive there. Yeah, that's the one. With, is it the second one on Smith? Yep, it is. So Callahan will come in for Smith. Callahan, Mitchell, Cole, Chaffee, and Hawkins on the floor for Calhoun. 10.41 to go in the first half. Warhawks trail 12-14. to 14. Evans inside. Out to Riley. Long three. No good off the iron and out of bounds. Over to Calhoun. Mitchell with it against full court pressure. Cross court to Hawkins. Back to Mitchell. All the way up the floor looking for Chaffee. Gets it to Chaffee. And a foul going to be committed by Kane of Georgia Highlands also trying to go for the ball. Yeah, that was a a, a long pass that um, could have worked out a lot worse for Calhoun than it did. Yeah, they were up against the 10-second clock. Had to kind of make a move in a hurry. Fortunate the foul was committed. Mitchell will break back and get it in backcourt. And walk it across. Chaffee coming up with a ball screen. Rolling to the goal. Into the corner to Cole. He drives. In a bit of trouble. Oh, yes. Tried to get it to Chaffee. Loose ball tipped back around. Mitchell will fire. Long range no good. Had to beat the shot clock. Rebound comes out to Georgia Highlands. Good job. Into the corner. Stolen away. Mitchell comes back this way. Behind the back. Breaks everybody. He'll go to the goal. Tries to get underneath. Can't get it. Hawkins, though, with a follow. Gets the bucket. Yeah, that's good hustle by Malik to um, get that missed rebound and put it back in. Pulling at the top. He'll kick it to the corner to Riley. Back to pulling to Evans on the near side. Chaffee guarding him. Now Callaway will take him on the switch. They jump him for a trap inside. Shot is up by Georgia Highlands. No good. Rebound by Mitchell. Kane missed the shot. Mitchell comes away with a rebound. At the top, Mitchell drives. Pressure pulls back out to Callahan. That one dribble, that, that, you hate to see that as a coach. He just took one dribble and nearly uh, turned it over because of it. Lost it there. Stolen. Taken back away by Mitchell. Mitchell's everywhere. He goes to the goal. Underneath. Almost got the bucket and the foul, but it rolls off. He'll go to the line to shoot two. First foul on right. 8.47 to go. Tie game, 14 to 14. Is this Calhoun's first trip to the free throw line? Or are they? 
I believe it is. Yes, it is. Misses the front end. Ben Stewart checks in. Sebastian Terry checks in. Chaffee goes out. And Ren Cole goes out. 8.47 to go first half. If 90 points are going to be scored tonight, we're in for some more of a finish. (laughs) Yeah. Second shot is up and good by Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, right now 60 would do it. Yeah. Which I think Calhoun wants. Yeah. Yeah. 15 to 14, one-point lead for the Warhawks. Georgia Highlands working on the wing, driving in the middle. Shot is up no good. Terry's going to be called with a foul. Got it on number five, I do believe. No, they did. They caught it on Stewart. Green will go to the line to shoot. He just checked in. Gets the opportunity here off the drive. First shot is up. No good. Pullen, Riley, Green, Carter, and Kane on the floor for Georgia Highlands. Mitchell, Callahan, Terry, Hawkins, and Stewart on the floor for Calhoun. Second shot is good. Ties the game, 15-15. Into Callahan in the middle. Back to Hawkins. Full court pressure again from Georgia Highlands. Callahan up the side. Splits it in the middle. Gets it to Hawkins. Tight man-to-man defense. Mitchell, he'll pull it back out and reset things for Calhoun. At the top of the key, looking to drive. Gets it down low, nothing there. Back to Callahan, five on the shot clock. He'll just have to heave it up off the front iron, no good. Long rebound, gathered in by Hawkins of Calhoun. Second chance. Need a better shot than that. Yes, they do. Calhoun has it now up top. 7.47 to play. Callahan to Stewart. That's a good shot in the corner. It's good. Three-pointer. Ben Stewart. He's three for three. Nine points for him. 18 to 15. He's three for four. He missed one. I missed it. Unofficial stats. Three on the way from Georgia Highlands. It's no good. Rebound to Mitchell. Calhoun will come back this way. Screen from Hawkins up top to Callahan. Calhoun taking their time, slowing this game down. Trying to get it to Terry, and it's knocked out of bounds by Kane on the far sideline. Dozier will check in for Riley for Georgia Highlands, and O'Conn will check in for Kane. 7.07 to go first half, 18-15. Calhoun leads by three. Callahan to throw it in. Gets it to Stewart. Back to this side to Mitchell. Screen from Terry. And they're going to get Terry for an offensive foul. Extended his arms on that screen. Georgia Highlands, they're doing a good job uh, defensively. Calhoun's having to work really hard as evidenced by those, I think, three shots have been put up at the last second. 
Pullen with it to Ocon. Back to Pullen. Looking to screen and roll in. Post up Terry. They get it to Ocon. Good help from Mitchell. They kick back out to Pullen. Pullen drives, and he gets the bucket. Mitchell will force it up the floor quickly for Calhoun. Slow things down on the far wing. Well, the scoreboard hasn't changed yet. I think it's 18-17, is it not? Yeah. Okay. Mitchell across the top to Terry. Terry back out to Mitchell. Mitchell pull up. Elbow shot is good. It's a tough shot by Mitchell right there. 20 to 17. Six-minute mark now. The first half. Pullen has it on the loose ball. Back to Dozier at the top for Georgia Highlands. High ball screen. Dozier will shoot the three off of it, and he gets it. Yeah, that's tough to defend because if you switch it, it's an easy roll and just lob to uh, uh, Ocon. Major mismatch. Yes. Seven-footer. Callahan trapped. They steal it. Driving to the goal. Tries the dunk, and he's blocked by the rim. Green couldn't get it. Loose ball on the other end as Calhoun tried to break. It's taken by Georgia Highlands. Dozier will shoot a three. Off the back iron, no good. Pulling with the rebound, nearly loses it. We'll hold on to it for Georgia Highlands, and they'll try to set something up a little. Dozier drives, gives it back. No good on the shot. Got a whistle, kind of a late whistle. Foul is going to be called on Terry. Did that, that pass... Um, he, he he put a little more on that pass than he needed to. He's trying to, uh, I guess, earn style points. I'm not sure, but um, you got to know what your uh, teammate can catch. 20 to 20. Green's first free throw rolls around the rim and goes in. Chaffield check in for Terry. Two fouls on Sebastian Terry. 21-20, Georgia Highlands takes the lead. Second free throw coming up. Off the front iron, no good. Mitchell with the rebound. And a foul in the backcourt. Going to be called on Carter. Okay, so Calhoun will be shooting for the rest of the half. Of course, uh, Georgia Highlands already in the bonus. Hawkins checks out. <laughs> Mitchell with it at the top. Gets it to Stewart. Mitchell trapped, gets it to Patterson. Patterson pulls up and shoots. Free throw line extended and makes it. Bank shot. Yeah, bank's always open. 22-21. Calhoun leads. Three on the way. No good. In and out. Loose ball. O'Conn has the rebound. He puts it in. 23-22. Lead change again. Georgia Highlands with it. Calhoun comes across half court. 420 to play first half. 
Chaffee up top to Mitchell. Turner trying to get off of a screen, can't get open. Now Mitchell will work one-on-one. Slips, loses it, Dozier gets it. Driving the floor. Misses the shot. Good defense by Kennedy Turner on this end. Gets it back up the floor to Mitchell, to Stewart. He'll shoot the three in transition. No good off the back iron. O'Conn gets the rebound. Offensive foul. Dozier, Benjamin Stewart, set himself up on that sideline. Kept his feet in place and took the offensive foul from Dozier. Three forty-eight to play in the first half. Yeah, that's one of those where you have to be. He uh, had to be careful where he had his feet because if he's out of bounds or he's on the, uh, then that's it, it, it's a block. Yeah. And so he did a good job by uh, getting on the sideline and, and drawing the charge. Staying right there, Smith on the floor now again for the Warhawks with Patterson, Chaffee, Stewart, and Turner. Patterson drives, was going to try to get it to Turner, cutting, had the ball knocked away, and Georgia Highlands will come back with it. Driving to the goal, up no good. Ocon puts the follow-through in. So that drive, that was a bad shot, but you can do that when you've got a seven-footer sitting there ready to rebound for you. Clean it up there. Yeah, Green drove kind of wild in there, didn't have a good shot. And again, I'm glad they called that foul because it gets Calhoun to the line. But I really don't see what, if you call that foul, you're going to be blowing your whistle a lot. All tonight. night long. Yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed what the uh, the seat for Georgia Highlands, the coach, what it says? It's pretty confident. Man, myth legend. Yep. How about that? <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. Coach J.J. Merritt and his stool on the sideline. First shot is good by Smith. 25-23. Calhoun trails by two. Second shot by Smith. Cuts it to one. 3.06 to play first half. A little bit of pressure here from Calhoun. Dozier drives. Batted by Chaffee. Stolen by Smith. And a foul committed by Evans or Dozier one. Yeah, they're calling Evans. Like that, chance to score points with the clock stop. <coughs> Let's see, going to the line, is that Tyrese yeah, Smith? Smith, yep. Yeah. He's two for two. Chance to shoot again. I wonder if number 13 for Calhoun, Malik Hawkins, if he's kin to uh, Kennedy. Kennedy, maybe so. I I was going to look up where he was from, but I can't see it on the roster. First shot from Smith is good. Is he from Florence? I bet you that that's brother and sister. Brother and sister. Second shot from Smith is good. 26-25, 26-25, Calhoun up by one, 2.52 to go first half. Into the corner, Evans looking to drive, kicks it out. Carter for three, no good. Rebound, Benjamin Stewart kicks it out to Patterson. 
And they'll run the floor into the corner. Turner thought about the three. Now he'll drive. Kicks it out into the corner. Smith, his three, no good short. And Evans, or excuse me, Carter will come away with it for Georgia Highlands. Up to Pullen. Georgia Highlands has some numbers. Elbow shot, no good. Tried to be tipped back out, but it's taken by Smith of Calhoun. He'll drive. He'll go to the goal. Shot, no good. And Pullen will come away with it. Pushing the floor. Numbers again for Georgia Highlands. And the alley-oop dunk is good from Evans to Kane. 27-26. Smith will push it up the floor. Now pull it back out. Slow things down. Under two minutes to play first half. Patterson with it on the wing. As it tipped away, regains it. Now he'll drive. Has a shot blocked by Kane. Into the wing. Smith open for three. Got it. Calhoun leads by two. Minute 26 to go. First half. Pulling with it up top. 2-3 zone by Calhoun. Shot in the corner by Riley is no good. Stewart with a rebound. He'll get it to Smith to bring it up the floor. Smith with it. Up high on the left side. Ball screen from Turner. Smith, he'll pull up, shoot the three. Short. Stewart couldn't quite get the rebound. Pullen will come back with it the other way, running the floor. Carter underneath, he'll shoot and score. Timeout, Calhoun. 39 seconds to play first half, 29-29. Tie ball game. It is a full timeout, so let's take it with them. Tied at 29, 39 seconds to go here in the first half. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. Be listening for Limestone County Area High School basketball this season from Play Action Sports. Hear coverage of girls and boys action from ABS, Ardmore, Clements, East Limestone, Elkmont, James Clemens, Lindsey Lane, Tanner, and West Limestone online at pasnetwork.net on your Amazon Echo device or on your Play Action Sports app. Afterwards, you can download each game from the archives or stream it on demand. While you're there, check out our schedule of upcoming games. Limestone County Area High School basketball from Play Action Sports. Welcome back to Calhoun Warhawks basketball for Play Action Sports. 29-29 with 39 seconds to go in the first half. Timeout called by Calhoun here to set something up here here at the last part of the first half. Fans want to remind you you can follow us on Twitter at PAS Network and look for Play Action Sports on Facebook. We'll keep you updated on scores and information tonight and throughout the week. You can also hear us on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open play action sports. And hear our coverage of Calhoun basketball in crystal clear quality all season long. Yeah, if you're Calhoun, it's kind of a tough decision. Do you go down and take a quick shot and maybe try to get a two for one? Or uh, I think they're probably going to want to get a good shot and, and uh, hopefully go in at halftime either tied or, or up to uh, Georgia Highland's going to pressure them. Mitchell throws into Terry in the corner. Cross court for Callahan is intercepted. Into the corner, Dozier thought about a shot, and he'll wait. 
drive by Evans. His shot is up no good. And loose ball rebounded by Calhoun. 20 seconds. Shot clock off. They'll get a chance here for the last shot. Terry sets a high screen for Mitchell. Mitchell looking to drive. Kick in the corner. Harrison with it. And he's going to get called for a travel. Ridge Harrison just checked in during that timeout. Ball will go back over to Georgia Highlands with 6.9 seconds to go in the first half. Calhoun going to put a little pressure. Um, Looks like man. Dozier with it. Coming up the floor. Gets a screen about half court. He'll shoot a long three off the backboard. No good. And second chance won't be in time. And so we'll go to the break tied at 29. I think an effective first half for Calhoun to keep the scoring down and have a chance here in the second half of this one. Stay with us. We'll be back with you in a moment talking to Coach Candace Bird-Vinson of the ladies team. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. It's time now for the Calhoun Halftime High Five, a spotlight on Warhawk team members from the coaches themselves. Coach Derek Powell. We have hometown hero Tyree Patterson, I'm number 22. He's from Athens, Alabama. He graduated from Athens High School. He actually is transferring in from Iowa Community College. And he's a big guard. He plays the three and four. He's a, he can handle it really well, shoots it well. He's a left-handed shooter, loves to get to the paint, and he's he's bringing great energy for us. Um, he thrives off defense, one of my bigger guards. His mom is a teacher over at Decatur, and he, he's just a great kid for us. He loves to um, serve the community. He does a community service, uh, I think it's every other Saturday he goes to Solomon's Temple on Highway 31. Man, he gives back to the community by serving there. Another big guard that's, that's coming to us from Madison, Benjamin Stewart. He's from Life Christian Academy, another hometown hero for us. He shoots it well, shoots it at a high clip. Another left-handed guard. Doesn't like to penetrate as much, but he's known to get into the paint for offensive rebound and defensive rebound. Although he's a guard, he is our second lead rebounder for the season. He looks to shoot it. He's tenacious on defense, has a nose for the ball. But most importantly, man, he's a strong, strong rebounder. And we have another kid that's also from the Huntsville area. He went to high school at Sparkman High School and graduated in 2021. He came to us from Tennessee Valley Prep. Trayvon Raglan, 6'4", tenacious on the boards. He plays on the perimeter. He's a stretch for, plays on the perimeter and in the paint. But he's just known for his energy. He brings a, a ball of a ball of energy. He's number one and he's number one for a reason because he leads the squad. He's not only a, a leader on the court, but he leads in the classroom as well with a GPA of uh, I think it's a three point four five, something like that. He he's a one of our captains, you know, silent captain, so to speak. His father coaches at Tennessee Valley Prep, and he just knows the game well. He's a steward of the game. We'll be back with more of the Halftime Show from Play Action Sports. This is John. Hello. Katie. Hi. And Ted. Howdy. Ted's a welder. Katie's a dental hygienist. 
and John's an IT technician. IT, this is John. They all have two things in common. They're making good money, and they all have two-year degrees or certificates from Calhoun Community College. We prepare our students to go straight to work or transfer to a four-year university. And with more than 100 career options to choose from, Calhoun has a path that's focused on your success. What's for dinner? We literally just ate. So you can support your family. We're all packed. Let's go. You can take that trip. Or give your dog the expensive food he loves oh so much. Who's a good boy? Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. <clears throat> so what are you waiting for? We have classes in Decatur, Huntsville, or everywhere online. Choose Calhoun Community College. Your community. Your college. Your future. Register now. Ardmore Telephone Company has been operating right here in your community since the 1950s. Over the years, we've brought you advanced communication services such as telephone, high-speed internet, and security systems. And going forward, we'll be right here ready to provide you with innovative services and the high level of customer service you've come to expect. At Ardmore Telephone, our proof is the test of time. Running decades deep, we're Ardmore Telephone, and we are here to stay. For more details, call 1-800-830-9946 or visit ardmore.net. If you're looking for an alternative to the insane prices of buying furniture, appliances, and electronics outright, why not consider Rent-to-Own at Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens? High quality at low prices. Top brands like GE, Maytag, Samsung, and Ashley. No credit approval and flexible payment options. See what you can take home today. Visit Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens at 600 South Jefferson Street in the Athens Shopping Center. Go online to BuddyRents.com or call 206-9505. Buddy's Home Furnishings. Welcome back to Calhoun Warhawks Basketball for Play Action Sports. I'm Lance Taylor here with our producer Tim Lambert and Coach Paul Wilson bringing you these games tonight. We're tickled to be joined here at halftime by Coach of the Ladies uh, team, Coach Candace Bird-Vincent. Coach, um, first of all, congratulations on a hard-fought game. Kind of got away late, but I really was impressed with how your team came out in the second half in that third quarter and got it to within four and just kind of hung around four there for a while and kept thinking, man, if you could just get a run on them, uh, you'd have a chance, but things kind of went the other way. They did, unfortunately, and thank you for having me. Um, yeah, we, we, we took a shot at him and, you know, came within four or three, and we just couldn't pull it out. Um, turnovers, yeah. you know, turnovers uh, contributed to that. And then, you know, no, deep, not enough defensive stops, you know, on our end. So um, that that contributed to, you know, the loss. Talk a little bit about their their length and their athleticism because it, it seemed like to me that their arms and hands were in every passing lane. Uh, it, Yes, your team committed some turnovers that might say were unforced errors, but credit Meridian. They really forced a lot of things, too, with the way they play defense. Of course. They're well-disciplined, um, and hats off to them. I mean, she, she's been coaching for a long time. And, you know, we, we talked before the last game, um, and she just she teaches the fundamentals. And, you know, they're, they're very athletic, very athletic. I'm not taking nothing from them. They know how to get to the basket, and they know how to finish. Um, and, you know, they're just cutting and moving and, you know, just playing basketball, yeah. you know, executing. So um, and those are things that hopefully we can take from them and learn as as the season continues. So, Coach Powell talked to us uh, at halftime of your game that, hey, the, the front end of the schedule for you guys, is, it's been tough. It's been it's been some quality teams that, that, you know, maybe, you know, can really give you a test of your mettle, so to speak, and, and what you can do going forward. Maybe talk about it from your side with the ladies. What do you think the first few games of the season has told you about your team 
and what you can expect as you get ready to start looking toward conference play? Um, just like the men, we've had a very tough schedule in the beginning. Um, and what we, what I try to teach to them is, you know, no matter who steps out on the court with us, we're going to compete. And that's what has been my, you know, my, what I've preached and start my sermon this whole time is we're going to compete. We're not going to come out and just, you know, hey, we're this is our first year. You know, we're just going to, no, we're going to compete. We're going to, we don't want to be outworked. Um, the teams that we've been playing, uh, Itawamba, we played Meridian, you know, before, and then we played Georgia Hollins, Georgia Hollins, who was ranked nationally, you know. So those are teams that we're hoping that's going to help us later on in the season, you know, with with their intensity and their um, with their experience is going to help us. I think so. I think y'all's coming back from being down 11. I think it was at halftime to cut it down to that three, four-point lead and hang in there for a while. That's things you can build on yes. and, and go back to you know, at later points of the season. Talk about some of your players. Uh, Micaiah had another great game, 18 points, uh, and then Tashanti and Kennedy both with 14. Kennedy wished she could have stayed in the game a little longer because <laughs> she was kind of heating up and, and finding some opportunities. But talk a little bit about those three in particular. Those are the three, you know, that was part of the spotlight, you know. Um, Micaiah, she's she's our floor general, you know, um, coming from Muscle Shows. You know, I think her well, her senior year she didn't play point guard, but she has played point guard. So she's not uh, unfamiliar with the role. Um, she just keeps us in the game. Um, Kennedy and Tashanti around the basket, you know. Again, if we had, could have kept Kennedy in the game, I think the game would have been a little different. Um, but uh, Tashanti and Kennedy, they're just – horses around the, the, the rim but we, you know we've got to be a little bit more stronger and, and more consistent with finishing um, but I'm proud of them I mean they're going hard oh, you yeah. know they've been out for a while both of those had both went on to play Juco uh, elsewhere but then they didn't play so they're everybody's trying to get back in the swing of things so yeah. one thing that impressed me about Micaiah especially late in the game yeah, she just kind of like a bull. She just got in there and said, you know what, i got to make something happen. And, and she did that late in the game. Yeah, attacking the basket. You know, I think some of some of the players, they're not used to doing that. Um, but that's why I'm trying to teach them to be versatile, you know, coming off the dribble, coming off screens and not, you know, we do have some shooters, but I want everyone to be able to play multiple roles. Well, and, and you've played a lot of players. Yes. Uh, that, that's uh, I think important in, in staying fresh and when you're playing an athletic team and all those kind of things. But that should pay dividends down the line, too, as you get later in the season. You've got a lot of kids with experience. Yeah, and I know we're still new. So, of course, you know, with me playing a lot of players, I, I can't promise you that that's going to happen right. <laughs> uh, all the time. But, you know, they still need to get in the game and experience it, too. But um, And they they understand that some games they may not get in, you know, just the, just what we need, you know, personnel, right. what it, what it's calling for. So, but I'm happy to to let them get in and play some, get some minutes, um, you know, because they're working hard in practice too. So, absolutely. Talk uh, a little bit about what we saw at the very end of the game after everybody shook hands. You had your team come over and say thank you to everybody. That was a really cool moment uh, here <laughs> in the gym. Well, you know what? I always tell my players, people don't have to be nice to you, but when they are, you say thank you. And people have been coming out supporting us, you know, on social media. We've been having people to come sponsor, you know, pregame meals or sending us baskets. You know, people don't have to be nice. Um, and we just we're very appreciative for everything that people have been doing for us, you know, just the support and the love. 
We really feel it. Yeah. Well, I thought that was really awesome. Kudos to you. Thank you. You did a great job with this group of young ladies. And uh, best wishes throughout the season. We hope we'll keep talking to you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. All right, we'll take a break, come back, get you set for second half action. It's tied at 29 at the half. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local Health Park pharmacy. As your local Health Park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local Health Park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at P4PhysicalTherapy.com. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99 and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis & Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis & Cole LLP. The world is changing. The Tailgate Talk app has changed. It's got a new name and a new look. It's now known as PAS Plus, and it's your home for Applebee's Tailgate Talk, along with James Clement Sports and Calhoun Basketball. Change never heard, huh? Look for the download links at pasnetwork.net or tailgatetalk.net. PAS Plus, play action sports plus a little extra. PAS Plus from Play Action Sports. Back inside Kelly Gymnasium getting set for the second half of the Calhoun Warhawks taking on the Georgia Highlands Chargers. About a minute left in the half. Fans want to remind you to subscribe to the Play Action Sports Report on your favorite podcast platform or listen online at pasnetwork.net. It drops every Wednesday and features news, results, and interviews from Athens and Limestone County. You can also look for the monthly Play Action Sports column in Athens now. We'll update you on what's been happening in local sports news as well as upcoming games and events. The paper is free and available at businesses all around the area. Well, Coach, we got to halftime, and it's a brand-new ball game, 29-29. It is. It's, it's, um, it's sort of like, um, you know, you played 20 minutes, and, and now, you've got, now, you, now you've just got to win the next 20 minutes. If you're Calhoun, you know, you played them and they beat you 24 last week. I think it was last Monday. Now it's a 20-minute it's a ball, and, and you break that down into 
you know, the first four or five minutes uh, of the second half, and then you, you know, their goal is to keep getting it down further and further to where they're in the ball game. It's kind of like uh, Vince Dooley used to say it at Georgia. Uh, you don't win games in the first, second, and third quarters, but you sure do lose them. Um, <laughs> so they hadn't lost the game yes. yet. <laughs> and so that, that's what they're doing. That's like uh, the other night we were playing, and, and at the end of the first quarter, we were down 19 to nothing. And uh, uh, we were down 17 going in the fourth quarter and cut it to three. And it's like I told them, the game wasn't won in the first quarter, but it was lost in the first quarter. And like I said, if you're Calhoun, you're, you're staying in the ball game. Uh, they've done a great job rebounding with, with uh, Georgia Highlands, even though Georgia Highlands is much bigger um, than, um, than Calhoun. All right, Georgia Highlands will have the ball to start the second half. Moving right to left as you listen to us. In their black uniforms with orange and blue trim. Calhoun in their home white uniforms with royal blue trim. Outline numbers and word mark. Drive to the goal. Foul going to be called. Dozier will go to the line. I think it's on Terry. Foul is called on Terry. That's his third. Hmm. Yeah, Georgia Highlands did a good job that time. They they spread the floor. They got in a four out, and they had a, a lot of driving space, and, and they finally found a, mat, a matchup they liked and were able to get to the line. Dozier's first shot is up and rattles in and out. No good. He's got three points tonight on a three-pointer in the first half. Second shot on the way, and it's good. 30-29, to one-point lead. Long pass to Terry up the floor, then to Stewart, back over to Mitchell. Patterson at the top, gets a screen. He looks to slash and drive, gets to the hole, missed the shot, but draws the foul. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Patterson's got energy. Yes, uh, and, and you know Calhoun, the, the whole team. Um, I've been impressed with how with how uh, intense they 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 play. Yeah, they're bringing the energy. That's for sure. Callahan, Stewart, Patterson, Mitchell, and Terry, starting five here for the second half. First free throw is on the way and good from Patterson. He's got five points. Ties the game at 30. Early here in the second half. Second shot. It's good. One point lead, 31 to 30. Patterson with some pressure defense in the backcourt on Dozier. Dozier gets it across, working inside. Pass thrown away. Tried to hit a cutting... Evans threw the lane and threw it out of bounds. Good job by Calhoun that time, uh, facing a little pressure here from Georgia Highlands. Mitchell will throw it up the sideline to Stewart. He'll give to Terry in the short corner. 21 on the shot clock. Terry working inside, tried to get it to Patterson in the corner. It's intercepted by Dozier. Georgia Highlands will run up the floor with it. Trying to get it inside, batted away, but then it's taken by Evans on the loose ball, and he'll put it in for two. And see, that's one where you just have to say, okay, we were playing good defense. We got our hands on the ball. It just bounced their way. Um, 
got, a think, a foul there on the. Yeah, Dozier going to get called, grabbing the arms there of Mitchell in the trap. And, again, not questioning what they do. Um, but um, that's like the third or fourth foul in the back court by Georgia Highlands, and there's not any reason for it. Callahan trying to get it in. Lobs ahead to Mitchell. Racing up the floor. Beats everybody. Loops under, misses the shot. Terry has the rebound. His shot is up and in and good. Good job by Terry to put the ball back in the basket. Pushed ahead quickly by Georgia Highlands. Inside. Shot up, no good. Rebound by Stewart. Kane missed the shot. And now Mitchell will bring it up for Calhoun. 18-22 to go. Second half. 33-32. 33-32. Calhoun leads by one. Mitchell needs help. He's lost his dribble. Gets it to Stewart. Stewart breaks the trap. Drives. Lays it up. No good, but draws the foul. He'll go to the line. Kane gets the foul. His second, I believe. And that's already the third team foul on um, Georgia Highlands, and we just played a minute 55. So um, that's something to look at if it continues. That's going to be beneficial for Calhoun. First free throw by Stewart is good. Second shot on the way. Also good. 35-32, three-point lead. Break the pressure up the sideline. Driving to the goal. Blocked by Terry. Good job by Terry to get the block and not a foul. Push ahead to Callahan. He's looking to drive. He draws the foul. He'll go to the line. A little bit out of control, but he gets the call, and he'll go to the line for two. Yeah, I think um, the man, the myth, the legend didn't like. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> Like, and I can't, I can't blame. I'm not saying it wasn't a foul, but uh, uh, Callahan was out of control. He lost his balance. He was out of control. First shot is good. He's got three points. Second shot is also good. 37-32, five-point lead for Calhoun. Shot clock didn't get rolling. Well, I'll tell you what. They may miss some block charges, and they may miss some other calls, but they are on top. They don't miss that. They don't miss that <laughs> shot clock. <laughs> Evans to inbound. He gets it to Dozier. Dozier coming up across half court. Patterson guarding him close. Good pressure defense by Calhoun. Kind of a 3-2 zone look matching up. Three-pointer on the way. Long, no good. Kane gets the rebound. Gets it to Riley. Riley drives, shoots, misses. Foul is called. I think it's on Terry. That's going to be four on Terry. Oh, is that it? That was on Terry? Yeah. Oh, they uh, 
desperate. Okay, I'm sure he's, Chaffee's going to check Yeah, Chaffee's going to come in for him. Four fouls on him. Riley at the line, shooting two. First one and rolls around and in. That's eight points for Riley. So Chaffee comes in. Second shot is good by Riley as well. Callahan with it from Mitchell. Back across to Mitchell. Mitchell will shoot the three. Off the back iron, no good. Chaffee fights for the rebound. I think they're going. Doesn't get it. They're going to call it dead ball. It hit the support beam on the goal. Grant Dye checks in for the first time tonight. Three on the way from Riley, no good. Oh, yeah, they got said they have to call that. <laughs> That's one of those, and, and not complaining, but the official down there next to it. He didn't call it. Did, and, and it was plain to see that the Georgia Highlands guy just shoved with his right arm. Evans with that foul. Inbound from Callahan to Dye, back to Callahan. Pressure defense from Georgia Highlands. Up the oh, floor, good open. Chaffee good dunks fine. it. Mitchell Chaffee, his first two points of the night. 39-34. Steal. Patterson, layup good. Good job. Georgia 41-34. May, may get a timeout right here. The man, the myth, the legend, not calling it. Loose ball there, going to be caught a trip. On Patterson. It's his second. Pullen comes into the game. Along with Green for Georgia Highlands. Out there with Carter and Evans. Going to the goal shot. No good. Chafee with the rebound. Mitchell up the floor on the left side. Gives it to Callahan. Crossover dribble. He'll pull up and shoot the three. No good. Rebound by Dye. Kicks good it out. Rebound. Patterson for three. Off the back iron. No good. Loose ball again. Dye tried to come away with it. Couldn't. Patterson does. Calhoun will get another chance. Second chance shots are important here. But then Patterson has it stolen away. Going to the goal. Block is going to be the call. And the bucket goes in. Pullen will get the bucket, get the foul on Mitchell. Mitchell tried to set up for a charge, but he was too deep. Yeah, I think he was inside the the blue. Sixteen oh one to play in the second half. 41-36. Calhoun leads, pulling at the line, shooting one. Rolls around, it's no good. Rebound to Calhoun. Georgia Highlands has not shot free throws very well tonight. Mitchell coming up on the left side. Gets it to Callahan, a little swing move. Chafee in the lane, has it, shot blocked. Die can't handle the rebound. 
Out to Georgia Highlands, running the floor. Riley, he'll drive, shoot, score. Pressure again from Georgia Highlands. Patterson has it, spins, kicks back out to Callahan, and Calhoun will slow it up. Boy, I'm glad Callahan was there because he was going to have to throw it. Out of, out of control a <laughs> little bit. Ready or not. Mitchell will look to drive, pull back out. Chaffee, he'll shoot the three. It's good. Good job by Calhoun. Calhoun needs to be careful with the uh, high ball screen. There's a couple of times that the uh, the screener has caught him. Caught a foul yeah. in the rebounding position on Grant Dye. But the basket does count. Basket counted. But it wouldn't surprise me if the next high ball screen isn't called an illegal screen. Timeout going to be called by Georgia Highlands. Coach Merritt, he wants a conversation with the officials. It's going to be a full timeout. We'll take a break with them. 44-38, Calhoun leads. 15.03 to go second half. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. Addiction can have a crippling effect on everyone involved, leading to health problems and behavioral disorders. SOAR Addiction Recovery can help with their comprehensive and confidential treatment. SOAR understands the heartache and pain of addiction and can empower you to re-engage in a meaningful life. If you or someone you know needs help, don't wait. Call SOAR Addiction Recovery. That's S-O-A-R at 374-3858. Located at 30521 Ardmore Avenue in Ardmore. It's time for you to SOAR. Call now, 374-3858. SOAR Addiction Recovery. Back out of the timeout, Calhoun will be on defense, leading 44-38 with 15.03 to play. Follow us on Twitter at PAS Network and look for Play Action Sports on Facebook. We'll keep you updated on scores and information throughout the week. Did Grant die play in the first half? I don't remember no, seeing No, okay. I don't believe he did. So he's just been in in the second half fighting for rebounds. Riley with it on the wing to pull on at the top. Mitchell guards him. Trying to set up a high ball screen. Pullen will back out on the wing. Over to Carter. He drives and he gets to the goal and scores. You wonder where was the help defense right there. Ball got kicked up to half court. They didn't give a delay a game warning, did they? No. Okay. I think they just said it was incidental. Maybe they gave a delay a game warning warning. <laughs> like, reminder, guys, watch yeah. what you're doing don't make, don't make me do it. <laughs> ben Stewart checks back into the game for Calhoun. So does Guyette. He's been out since I think he hit the floor hard, so good to see Luke back out there. Smith is also in the game. Tyrese gets it from Stewart. Up to Guyette. Guyette will drive the middle. Kick to Stewart. Back over to Mitchell on the wing. Mitchell looking to maybe get it inside to Chaffee. Can't do it. And now a foul going to be called on the inside. I think that's a good call as uh, Green was kind of riding Chaffee underneath. And Calhoun on every foul from here on out after that one. Calhoun shooting at least a one-and-one. Baseline inbound here for Calhoun. 
Stewart looking. He'll throw it deep for Mitchell. Really close to the half court yeah, and line. He, if he touches it there and it goes back court, it's, he can go back court, but if you touch it in the front court. Inside, Chaffee open. Now he's doubled. Fighting. Shot up. Can't get it. Gets his own rebound. Shot again. Still can't get it. Rebound to Riley and Georgia Highlands. Three-pointer on the way. No good. Off the iron. Chaffee with a rebound. Uh, Mitchell is, will have it out high. Is 20 for um, Georgia Highlands. Is he in foul trouble? Uh, I don't know. Because he's been He hasn't been in there, has he? Nope. I've got him with two fouls. Okay. Corner, Smith, three. No good. Rebound batted. Pick back up. He'll get a second chance at it. Still no good. Benjamin Stewart taps it away. But ultimately, Georgia Highlands has it, and then Stewart steals it back. Boy, I tell you what, great effort by Ben Stewart. Mitchell for three at the other end off the back iron. No good. And Carter comes away with a rebound for Georgia Highlands. like to see Calhoun be a little more patient. Um, the threes they just took, you can get those anytime. Here's pulling at the top, trying to drive on Guyette. He'll kick into the corner to Riley, back out to Carter. Seven on the shot clock. Carter will shoot the three. He got it. Smith drives, kicks, corner, Luke Guyette for three. He got it. So that's what you like to see. Answer their three with one of your own. 47-43. Calhoun leads, 12.30 to go in the ballgame. Pullen, working at the top, gets it to Carter. Carter looking to drive, and Guyette's going to get called with a hand check. Charles Callahan will check in for Mitchell. Dozier will check in for Georgia Highlands. For Green. And Georgia Highlands will inbound on the far sideline. Pulling with it at the top to Riley at the wing. He'll drive off of a screen and pull up and shoot. No good off the front iron. Knocked away from Chaffee. Stewart controls it, gets it to Guyette and Callahan. And now Smith will bring it up the floor. Smith out high, taking his time to Callahan. Ball screen from Chaffee. Callahan driving, lost control, and a foul going to be called. Well, that's the second time tonight. Kane called for the foul on kind of an out-of-control play by Callahan. I I see uh, the... Is it Coach Merritt? Yeah, I see his point. I mean, um, they're out of control. and and Two shots coming up here for Callahan. Like I said, that's 17 fouls, so we're going to spend the rest of the game Calhoun at the free throw line. Callahan misses the front end of it. 
Kane comes out, and there's 20. Ocon, he comes back into the game. I've got Kane with three. I didn't hear for sure if that was his third or fourth. Right. I, I didn't pay attention. Callahan's second shot coming up. Here it is. In and out. No good. And going to be a foul on Luke Guyette underneath trying to fight for the rebound. Well, he just slid up underneath him. I mean, that's uh, that's the sixth team foul. So we're going to see a lot of free throws here in the last 11.45. Plenty of time for the concession stand to sell that Chick-fil-A and hot dogs they were talking about yes. for a dollar. Did they say for a dollar? I think it's what they I, said. I might have to take these headsets <laughs> off and <laughs> go get one. Riley drives the baseline, misses the shot. Calhoun can't get the rebound underneath. Several guys had a shot at it. Out to Dozier. His three is no good. And Guyette will come away with the rebound. Smith will race it up the right-hand side of the floor. Beating the pressure. To Turner. To Stewart for three. See, that was a beautiful one more pass. He was open on the wing, but he found him one more pass and got the basket. And then Georgia Highlands races down the floor and finds uh, Riley under the goal open for two. 50 to 45, 11 minute mark of the second half. Kennedy Turner drives, shot, no good. Chaffee gets the rebound. His shot is good. Up the floor is Georgia Highlands. Carter with it to Dozier, to Riley. Dozier drives. Tries to dump it underneath to Ocon, and he lost he, it. He yeah. should have. I mean, oh, he oh, had it. Yeah, Ocon had no shot. I mean, even if he catches it, he's got no – his back's to the basket. He, he's got no chance to score. Calhoun ball underneath. 10.35 to play. Hawkins checks into the game. Found oh, out at the break they're not yeah, kin. They're not right? even kin. They're from the same school, <laughs> not even kin. Same school, same last name, but not kin. Stewart driving. To the goal, misses it. Hawkins comes down with a rebound and then gets tied up by Dozier. Be a jump ball. It'll stay with Calhoun. 52-45, to play. Ooh, Coach Powell is taking a chance right here. Put Sebastian Terry in on offense. Maybe try to go a little offense defense early in this one. Lob into Terry. On Ocon. He'll kick back out to Turner. Turner will look to drive. Kicks to Terry inside. Terry will shoot over Ocon. Misses it. And can't save it. Ben Stewart made a great effort on the sideline. But he came down out of bounds. And Terry will come out yeah, now with a doing. defensive possession. Patterson in the game. O'Conn back is back out. He may be injured. Yeah, he's hurting. Pulling with it. A little pressure here from Calhoun. Dozier was going to lose it out of bounds. Threw it off of Smith. Yeah, that was a good play by... Um, Georgia Highlands to, to not lose the basketball. Evans will inbound to Pullen. 
Uh, either Ocon has entered the transfer portal and is going to count <laughs> or he's going, going to see, see the, the trainer. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Bucket underneath by Georgia Highlands. 52-47. Good idea that time by Calhoun. They just couldn't quite execute that uh, give and go. Stolen away. Pullen will come this way with it for Georgia Highlands. Pushing the floor. Kicks into the corner. Evans back to Riley. He'll shoot the three on the wing, and it's good. Good job by Georgia Highlands to make that one more pass like Calhoun did earlier. Now it's a two-point game. 52-50. to 50. Calhoun's lead cut to two. Hawkins in the corner for three. No good. Rebound to Pullen. Racing up the floor. Got numbers. Dozier to the goal. Misses it, but draws the foul from Smith. And he'll go to the line to shoot two. Yeah, that's the problem with the quick three-point shot. If you miss it and the ball comes out like it did, it, uh, it was like an automatic two-on-one, three-on-two for uh, Georgia Highlands, and they took advantage of it. Dozier at the line to shoot two. Could tie the game. First one is good. Mitchell Chafee checks in. Kyrie Mitchell also checks in. Stuart and Hawkins go out. Second free throw by Dozier is also good. That ties us up, 52-52, to and a 30-second timeout called by Coach Powell. Fans listen during the postgame show. As we announce our fan of the week, enter your name at pasnetwork.net for your chance to win a gift certificate good at either Village Pizza or Cream Delight. Which one would you take? You know, it kind of depends on the time of the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, Can't uh, beat Village Pizza for lunch and Cream Delight for afternoon dessert. Now, is Cream Delight, would that be like a meal and a dessert, or is it just a dessert? <laughs> that's, that's a good question. <laughs> it's what? Chili dog and a shake. That's oh, what, I know where I'm going. That's what producer Tim says. Now, at my age, I'd have to carry that chili dog and shake to the house first because... <laughs> Ooh, that'd be too long of a drive <laughs> for me. Drive yeah, yeah. From Athens. Yeah, that had to be somewhere open for me. But um, can't beat it. If you hadn't no. visit, if you haven't visited downtown Athens and had a meal or whatever dessert at Village Pizza and Cream Delight, you're in for a treat. Need to go. Need to go do that. Tie game. Nine oh seven to play. Calhoun with the basketball. Smith will bring it up. Turner, Callahan, Chafee on the floor with Mitchell for Calhoun. Turner with it. Back to Smith at the top. Ten on the shot clock. Smith looking to drive. In trouble, kicks it. Mitchell will fire a long three off the back iron. No good. Kennedy gets the rebound and puts it in underneath. Kennedy Turner with a two-point basket. Yeah, he benefited from it. looked like there were two Georgia Highland guys. Of course, they were both going for the ball, but they knocked it from one another, and uh, Calhoun picked it up and got the basket. Pulling with it on the wing, up top to Evans. 
Evans looking to work off of a screen, dishes it to Porter, and Porter takes it to the goal and scores. He won't win a lot of style points. <laughs> but he got it in. <laughs> but they don't give style points. <laughs> Pullen intercepts the pass, draws the foul, as Turner desperately tried to get the ball back. But what I like what Turner did was if he didn't get the ball, the guy wasn't going to be a layup. <laughs> yeah. Kept him from a layup. 54-54. And Pullen will go to the line for Georgia Highlands, shooting two. Well, one and one. Ben Stewart will check in for Turner. First shot on the way, and it is good. That's the first lead of the half for um, Georgia Highlands. So what we need is an even number of second-half lead changes. There you go. Second shot from pulling on the way, and it's good. He's got six points. Those two were important to take the lead, 56-54. Callahan to Mitchell, gets it across. Mm. Back to Callahan. A lot of heavy man-to-man pressure defense from Georgia Highlands. Mitchell breaks it in the middle, goes to the goal, scores, and the foul. Foul is caught on Porter. Kyrie Mitchell will go to the line for a three-point play opportunity. Shot from Mitchell is good. That was important for Calhoun to respond. You know, right after Georgia Islands took the lead, now Calhoun has, and they've regained the lead. Need to stop right here. Dozier trapped, gets it to Pullen. Pressure defense. Riley open on the wing for three. Off the back iron, no good. Mitchell with a rebound for Calhoun. He'll hurry up the floor, give it to Smith. At the goal, scores it. <laughs> Excellent job of body control by Smith that time to, to, to get the layup. Georgia Highlands in the front court. Pullen, he'll shoot a long three off the front iron, no good. Dozier gets the long rebound. Dozier drives, loses it, regains it, shoots, misses. Chafee tips it away. Dozier, though, gets the loose ball. Dozier loses it again. Some sloppy basketball here happening. Kick out. Evans back inside. Carter shot is up again. 59-58. Mitchell to Smith. Back to Mitchell. Mitchell will look to drive. Pull up. Elbow shot off the front iron. No good. And Georgia Highlands has the rebound. Porter has it. He'll give it to Pullen coming up the floor. Back to Porter. He'll look to drive. Misses, but the putback is good by Carter. That's a good putback. And Georgia Highlands has the lead again, 60-59. to 59. Six minutes to go in the ball game. Mitchell gets it across. Dozer all over him. 
Powell wants a foul just for having two hands on him. Kick in the corner, Callahan, lefty for three. It's good. Big shot by Callahan. Charles Callahan with a three. 62 to 60. Calhoun with a lead, five and a half minutes to go. What a difference a week makes, right? Yes. Pulling with the ball at the top, drives, jump stop, shot is good. Ties the game at 62. Mitchell bringing it up. Between the legs, dribble, fighting through, drives in the lane, gives it to Chafee. His shot's blocked. Mitchell gets the rebound and puts it in. That's good play all the way around. Good cut, good pass, good defense, but Calhoun got the follow. Pulling kicks it out to Dozier. Dozier drives slowly. He looks like he's gassed. Gets it to Carter somehow. Misses the shot. Porter gets the rebound. He misses, but is going to draw a foul. I think that's going to be called on Chaffee underneath. Is it Chaffee or Chaffee? I think it's Chaffee. I, I've, I've heard both. <laughs> he says Chaffee. And I think the first night here they said Chaffee. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, now, it could be a situation like they had at Auburn years ago. Uh, Auburn had a guy for three years. He was called Carlos Cheatham. He's from Florence. And his fourth year at Auburn, they called him Carlo. And somebody asked him, well, why did you change your name? He goes, I didn't change my name. He said, I was, too scared. Got- I was too scared to tell him that they weren't pronouncing it right. <laughs> got it wrong all along. He said, I wasn't going to tell Coach <laughs> Die he's saying it wrong. <laughs> That's good stuff. Porter missed the first, second shot coming up. It's good. Well, the good news is when we're calling his name, he's in the game doing yes. stuff. Yeah, tell his mama. you just be glad he's out there. That's right. <laughs> Mitchell has it across half court, 64-63. Calhoun leads by one, four-and-a-half-minute mark now in the second half. I wonder if we're going to see Terry in here in just a second. Here's Stewart off of screen. Hits the oh. three. That was nice. That was a catch-and-shoot three, and he nailed it. 67-63, to go. Pullen in the corner to Riley. Back to Pullen. Mitchell went for the steal, didn't get it. And little floater shot by Pullen is good in the lane for two. Make it 67-65. At Georgia Highlands, was, they were wanting a timeout, but they did not get it. Mitchell going to... Drive the lane oh, and gonna he's going to go the line with a blocking foul on Porter. I thought we would see a little bit more um, mammoth legend reaction. Yes, because <laughs> I, 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 he may have been, you know, the blue line, they just, uh, he may have been inside that, but that's the only reason that they would have called that. Yeah, he had position. He needed to flop. Yes. <laughs> O'Con back in the game. Porter comes out. I think that's four on Porter. So Kyrie Mitchell will go to the line, shooting for Calhoun, one and one. First shot rolls around and goes in. (laughs) 
Mitchell back to the line for the second shot, 68-65. In and out, no good. Pulling up the floor with it. Inside, nice cut, nice pass, missed the shot. Callahan gets the rebound and draws the foul on O'Conn. There's something up with that net on this end. Um, I don't know if if one of the loops came off. Like they got their hand caught in or something. Boy, I hope Georgia Highlands, they don't have any 8 o'clock classes tomorrow because they're on Eastern time and <laughs> mm. Not getting out of here for a while. No, they, and it's not like it's it's not like we're sitting at Gadsden. I mean, they, they're, they're two hours from the state line. <laughs> yeah, both teams will be shooting two shots from here on out. Callahan at the line, lefty has the ball in hand for the first shot. You know that two shot rule was it was put in to hopefully. Um, Force teams to use a different strategy other than foul, but I don't know what else they thought people were going to do. You know, if you're down six, I don't care how many shots they get, you're going to have to foul. Yeah. Timeout called by Coach Merritt in Georgia Highlands. Full timeout, 3.43 to play, 69-65 Calhoun leads. We'll be right back. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing. Let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. 69-65, Calhoun leads Georgia Highlands with 3.43 left in the ball game. Timeout on the floor as Georgia Highlands wants to talk about it here as Callahan still has one more free throw coming up at the line here in just a moment. Go online to tailgatetalk.net and enter your nominations for the Applebee's Athlete of the Week and vote on this week's poll. We'll announce the winner Saturday between 10 and noon on Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. The winner receives a gift card from the Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. You can also tune in for the Play Action Sports Update three times each weekday for school, youth, and amateur sports news from the Limestone County area on 1080 AM WKAC. All right, out of the timeout, Charles Callahan will be at the line shooting one more free throw. Both teams in the double bonus for the rest of the game. And a lot of strategy here for the last 3.43 in a four-point ball game. Callahan with it. Shot on the way. No good off the front rim. Pullen pushes it up the floor, gets it to Evans. Evans shoots, no good. And foul going to be called, I think, on Patterson. Yep, called on Patterson, and Evans will go to the line to shoot two. Yeah, you were talking about the strategy. You know, with the shot clock, um, you can't just hold it. Uh, and also, if you're down four, you don't have to foul. I mean, you're, you don't have to foul for a long time. First shot by Evans is good. I think Evans is shot fixed. I think all that, that net needed was a made basket. It just needed a made basket, yeah. yep. 
Second shot coming up for Evans. Off the back iron, no good. Callahan with it. Over to Mitchell, back to Callahan, trying to break a little pressure here from Georgia Highlands. Mitchell now with it on the wing. Come out of the double team. 15 on the shot clock. Mitchell loses his dribble. Lobs it for Stewart going to the goal. Gets it to Chafee underneath. Gets it to Patterson cutting to the goal. He'll shoot in the lane. Got the bucket and the foul. And they got that with two seconds on the shot clock. Bled the clock down. Got the bucket and goes to the line for a three-point play. Dozier will check in for Carter. Mitchell, Callahan, Chafee, Patterson, and Stewart on the floor for Calhoun. 3.06 to play, 71-66. Calhoun with the lead. Patterson's free throw is good, 72-66. A little bit of pressure here from the Warhawks. Pullum driving the lane. Wild shot, no good. Tried to get his own rebound, lost it out of bounds, and Calhoun will have the ball. Yeah, they've had plenty of time on the clock to, to get a a more under control shot than that. Stewart with it, driving up the floor in the middle to Patterson. Into the corner to Mitchell. Almost dared Patterson to go to the goal. Kicks it back out. Mitchell will go to the goal. He kicks in the corner. Callahan for three. Off the back iron, no good. Dozier gets the rebound. Pushes ahead. Evans racing the floor. He gets the slam dunk. Two points for Georgia Highlands. And here comes the pressure. Callahan with it on the near wing. Nearly has his pocket picked. Stewart saves it. And it's loose again on the floor. And now we're going to have a tie-up jump ball. I believe possession goes to Georgia Highlands. Interesting possession arrow that, that they have. Have you have you noticed it? I have not. It's the barbell or the, the dumbbell right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> flipping it around. Yes, they're flipping it. 2.13, clock running. Pulling with the ball for Georgia Highlands. Kicks it out, Evans, three. Back iron, no good. Ocon gets the rebound to the elbow to Pullen. To Dozier in the corner. Dozier drives, shoots the floater off the backboard, and good. Nice shot, tough shot. Lob pass into Mitchell. Up the floor. Kicks to Patterson. Elbow shot off the iron, no good. Mitchell comes away with a loose ball rebound. He'll shoot the three in the corner, no good. Stewart underneath gets the rebound and draws a foul over the back from Evans. Yeah, Calhoun needs to show a little more pay because it's hard to be patient when Georgia Highland can put the kind of pressure that they can put on you. But you really, those were two ill-advised shots that it just happened to work out for Calhoun to get to the free throw line. Ben Stewart will go to the line shooting two. 72 to 70, two-point game. Calhoun leading with a minute 37 to go. Terry will be coming in following this shot. First shot is good by Stewart. 73-70. This one's big because it, you know, makes it a two-possession game. 
Sebastian Terry is in for Mitchell Chafee. Stewart back to the line. Second shot is up. Rattles around. It's no good. Ooh, he hit his head, I think. Pullen had the rebound. He had his legs kind of swiped out from under him by Mitchell trying to get in there. Pullen will go to the line to shoot, assuming he's able. One thirty-four to go. Three-point game. Pullen goes to the line. First shot, no good off the front iron. Yeah, that, that foul right there kind of reminds me. It's like attacking a bear with a butter knife. I admire your courage, but I question your judgment. Because <laughs> that was a completely unnecessary foul. And, and, of course, he missed his first free throw. Second one is good. Cuts it to two, 73-71. Mitchell working it up the floor. Man-to-man defense from Georgia Highlands, full court. Mitchell will move to the left side of the floor. Terry coming up to set a screen. Mitchell looking to drive, has to pull it back out. Ten on the shot clock. Mitchell looking to drive again. And he had his pocket nearly picked. Fades away on the shot. No good. And it's going to be a shot clock violation, although that went right into the hands of Georgia Highlands. It did. Um, And I'm not sure that it works to their advantage for that comment. Of course, he's not calling it to be to their advantage. But, uh, you know, if you're Didn't get to run the floor. Yeah, they didn't get to run the floor. Calhoun going to take a timeout here with 1.02 to play in the ball game, leading by one, 73-72. Full timeout. We'll take it with them. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. Now taking lot reservations at Lonnie Dale Subdivision, custom-built homes, no HOA. Call 656-2370. Subscribe to the Play Action Sports Report on your favorite podcast platform or listen online at pasnetwork.net. It drops every Wednesday and features news, results, and interviews from Athens and Limestone County. 1-0-2 to play in the ballgame. Calhoun leads Georgia Highlands 73-71. to Georgia Highlands basketball going to be inbounding on the Calhoun baseline, going the full length of the floor. Yeah, I like the fact that Calhoun's pressuring the, the inbounder. 
You know, it's, they're not trying to get a steal. They're, I think they just want to make sure that they don't let them just come down and do exactly what they want to do. Kennedy Turner in the game for Calhoun, along with Patterson, Terry, Mitchell, and Stewart. Pulling with the ball, guarded by Kennedy Turner. Off a ball screen. Three on the way from Riley. It's good. Yeah, that that had to be, you almost say that's what they drew up, just the way they ran that um, and the confidence he had to shoot it. We have a timeout call by the officials. Making sure that the timing is right. There's no timeout on the floor. It's, an, it's a referee timeout to fix the clock. Holy cow. <laughs> They've got it down to 5.3 seconds left now. Surely that's not the final yeah, adjustment. Yeah, that can be. You know, I've always wondered when they do that, and I get the point, but, you know, when you call timeout with 17.05 left in the first half, a second runs off because it's not when I call it. It's when the official Blows acknowledges the whistle, But yeah. in the last minute, they'll put that extra second back on. Back yeah. on. Here we go, 73-74, 52 seconds. Okay. It's, it's kind of like the stock market. It's going up. It's going down. It's now down to 50.2. <laughs> At least we don't have an hourglass. Yes. Inbound to Mitchell. He'll bring it up the left-hand side of the floor. To Patterson. Back to Mitchell. They're looking for Stewart on that swing around catch three. Can't get it to him. To Terry. Back to Mitchell. A little screen and roll. 31 seconds. 10 on the shot clock. Mitchell drives. Turns. Shoots in the lane. Off the iron. No good. Pulling with the rebound. Got a foul now. Dozier rushes it up the floor. Kicks in the corner. He will be fouled with 17.2 on the clock. That was a tough shot, but it was probably as good a shot as they could get. Um, Georgia Highlands just did a good job defensively. Dozier at the line, shooting two. Hits the first one. Makes it 75-73. Georgia Highlands up by two. Second shot on the way, and it's good. Full timeout called by Coach Powell and Calhoun to talk this over. 17 seconds to go. Down by three. What do you, what's your call here, Coach? Okay, if I'm Calhoun, we're going to try to get something in the first five or six seconds 
simply because um, if you hold it much longer than that, and and I don't know that Georgia Highlands will try to file because it is uh, automatic two shots. But if you get if it gets below uh, seven seconds or so, if you're not shooting and they file, you know the most you can do is get two two points. So I think I'd try to get something quick. If a two pointer quick, you don't have to have a three. Get a two pointer quick, and then you can always foul. Um, and since I believe I'm correct on this, on a made basket, that clock will stop. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't have to worry about the five second count or five seconds running off. But I think I'd get something quick. And if I'm going to take a three, it's going to be off of a drive and a kick to the corner. seconds. Man, this has been a good one. It has. Hard-fought game by both sides. Good talent on the floor. Both teams have played well. Yeah, um, I've been impressed with both of them. Georgia uh, Highlands, they do a a really good job uh, defensively. uh, But Calhoun plays extremely hard and – Looks like there's going to be some pressure here by Georgia Highlands. Get it to Mitchell. Going to have to go the full length of the floor. Across half They're court. They're setting up a, for a three. 11. There. Benjamin Stewart for three. He got it. Good luck. He got it. Tie Good game. Lord. 76-76. 3.9 left. I mean, he's not even. I don't know that he was turned towards the basket when he shot it. <laughs> Gotta love it. It was a long range three for the lefty, and he hit it. You're exactly right, though. They were setting up for that the whole time. Yeah. Timeout now as Coach Merritt and Georgia Highlands will try to draw something up with 3.9 on the clock. Well, right now, they seem to be. They want to make sure they know where they're throwing in from. Right. But, I mean, he caught that, and he he was a good six, seven feet, I think, behind the line, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was full-on NBA range, uh, if not a little more. And that's the second one. Now, he took one similar to that um, earlier in the game. So, they put... 6.4 6.4 seconds on the clock. That's a lot of that's 2.5 seconds. That's a lot of time to put back. Yeah. Coach Powell's questioning uh, questioning that on the sideline. I would too if I was him because yes. you need every second bled off that that you can really. 6.4 that, that's a lot of time. You can get up the floor in that amount of time. So in all of that, the officials get the clock where they want it and then coach Merritt and Georgia Highlands call their timeout confirming where they're going to be throwing in from so he's drawing up plays uh, giving his guys something to work off of be interesting to see what what happens here 6.4 you know the other thing is you got a lot of fouls that have been committed in this game mm-hmm. both teams have plenty of players on the roster that's not really an issue uh, but you may get some key guys out uh, if, right. if if you're not careful uh, thinking about if this thing goes to overtime. Well, and if you're Calhoun, you, you want to pressure, but the last thing you want to do is either A, go for the ball and not get it and make it a five on four, or even worse, 
go for the ball and just bump the guy and the whistle gets blown and now they're shooting free throws. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to guard in this situation. All right, so out of the timeout, Okan, Dozier, Pullen, Evans, and Riley on the floor. Riley is just spotted up in the corner down here. Patterson, Terry, Mitchell, Kennedy Turner, and Ben Stewart on the floor for UAH. Into Dozier, racing up the sideline, drives, puts it up, no good, knocked out of bounds. They're talking to each other about time, and they're going to say no time. So that'll do it on regulation. So we played a half, and we were tied. We played two halves, and we're tied. (laughs) This much we know. We ain't leaving here tied. (laughs) We're going to have to go to penalty kicks or something, right? 76-76. We're going to overtime. We'll take a break with them here. Come right back for that. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. Athens Utilities comprises Athens Electric, Athens Gas, and Athens Water Services. Together, we are committed to providing reliable and affordable electricity, natural gas, and water and wastewater services. We operate as part of the city of Athens, and just like our city's motto of Athens is classic, southern, character, we believe in supporting what makes our community special, and that includes Athens and Limestone County sports. Call 233-8750, go by their office at 508 South Jefferson Street, or look for the link online at AthensAL.us. Stick around after local basketball coverage this season as we announce our Fans of the Week. Just go to PASnetwork.net and register. Then listen during the post-game shows of each basketball game this season as we pick the winner of a gift certificate from Village Pizza or Cream Delight. The next Fan of the Week could be you from Play Action Sports. 76-76 at the end of regulation. So Calhoun and Georgia Highlands going to overtime here. Two teams on the floor getting ready for the tip at center court. Sebastian Terry will jump against Ubong Okan for Georgia Highlands. Five minutes on the clock. Ball is in the air. Terry controls the tip. Gets it to Stewart who gives it over to Mitchell. Patterson also on the floor and Callahan for Calhoun. Mitchell looking to drive off the right side. He will. Has it stripped away. Pullen comes away with it. For Georgia Highlands, up the floor, Dozier in the corner. He'll shoot the three, no good off the front iron. Long rebound, though, controlled by Georgia Highlands and Ocon. Evans will shoot the three, and he's got it from the wing. 79-76. Mitchell with it across half court. To Patterson on the wing. Here he comes. Looking to get him a three. Not going to happen. Callahan has his pocket nearly picked, but a foul is called on Pullen. Now, let me say, it's not easy to defend, but a way you can defend that is simply you tell everybody as he's coming, you're passing him off, you know, uh, because if they're going to set a double screen or a triple screen, whatever they set for him, you just pass him to the next guy. I think that's what they did just then. Callahan's free mm. throw is up and no good. 
Second shot coming up. It's good. Pulling with it across half court. He'll drive. Score. Offensive foul, though. Kyrie Mitchell gets the call. Yeah, I didn't see where he set up for that. It was really close. The official never hesitated. That was a good play. Uh, uh, the Georgia Highlands player rejected the screen, and you know Calhoun adjusted to, to for the screen, and he rejected it and went straight to the basket. Uh, but he did get called for a charge. I don't think Coach Merritt. He disagrees. Yeah. <laughs> Callahan looking to inbound. Gets it to Mitchell. With Evans on him. Evans is a tall drink of water, too. A lot of length on this Georgia Highlands team. Mitchell, he'll drive. Kick out. Patterson thought about it. Now he drives. He stepped on the sideline. Yeah, with the three-point line being pulled out a couple of years ago, you just about can't step back and and, and go because you're out of bounds, and that's what he did. 3.38 to go in overtime. Evans looks to drive. Dipsy-doo underneath, and it's good. Going to be a goal 10 from underneath. Terry tapped it out. That was a sweet move. Um, Reminiscent of uh, Dr. J in the 70s. Yeah, all the way under the goal. 81-77, Georgia Highlands with a four-point lead. 3.26 to go in overtime. Mitchell walks it across half court. Yeah, I'm not sure where Calhoun's going to get their offense right here. It's, it's, they're having a very hard time getting it inside, but they just did. And nice play. There you go. Sebastian Terry gets it. Just a quick pass inside, and he made the lay-in. Yeah, it was a good cut by Terry. He was overplayed, and he cut to the basket, and, and they, they saw him. Dozier with it out top. Two forty-five to go. Two-point lead. Evans will shoot the three. Off the back iron, no good. O'Conn with a high rebound. Ooh. Nearly walked with it. Evans looking to drive, and Patterson going to get called, putting his hands on him. Two minutes and 30 seconds to go in overtime. 81-79, Georgia Highlands leads Calhoun. Evans at the line, shooting two. Around the rim and off, no good. It looks like uh, Georgia Highlands that they're going to press because of the way they, they're set up. Um, I think otherwise they'd have the big guy down low to rebound. 
Misses the second one. Terry gets the rebound. Mitchell pushes it up the floor to Smith, who just checked in. Now Mitchell will hold it. Back to Smith on the wing. Looking to get it to Terry inside. Smith pulls it out. Coach Powell calling out a play. Smith drives to the goal. Gets there. Terry tries for the follow. Can't get it. And the loose ball rebound goes to Georgia Highlands. Pulling. Pushes. Blocked by Callahan. Porter tried to go to the goal, but Callahan got it. Here comes Mitchell up the floor. He drives. He draws the foul. He'll go to the line. He's got a cramp. No con fouls out. And all he had to do was go, and again, it's easier said than done. All he had to do was go straight up, but he, he reached uh, with his hands, and, and that's, that's an automatic call. Mitchell's played a lot of minutes tonight. He's on the floor with what looks like maybe a foot cramp. Now, if he can't shoot him, you know they've. It's used to years ago. If if the, he couldn't shoot, the opposing coach got to pick somebody off the bench, and then they switched it to where the coach of the team that you know had the injured player. So I don't know what it is now. How how that works? Um, Pretty sure Coach Powell gets to choose. Yeah. Makes the sub and gets to choose. But years ago, when Tennessee, uh, they had a guy, uh, Johnny Darden, was a point guard, but he couldn't shoot free throws. He got hurt an awful lot <laughs> and <laughs> couldn't shoot his free throws. Uh, Guyette will come in for Mitchell. They may force him out of the game because of the of having to get attention from the trainer too. So guy that comes in, Terry's going to the line to shoot the free throws. First shot is good. Second shot, also good. It's a nice shot by Terry. Tie game, minute 47 to go. Georgia Highlands working it up the floor. A little pressure defense from Calhoun. Ooh, he got too many over here, though. Pulling to Riley, to Evans, into the corner. Pulling will shoot the three, and he got it. Eighty-four, eighty-one. Yeah, One twenty-eight to go. That time, Calhoun, when you when you press, you, you tell your kids you don't want three on the ball, you don't want three behind the ball. You can have two on the ball, but you can't have three. And Calhoun got three over here, and that allowed uh, Highlands to move the basketball. And I'll tell you, they've got two. Um, the, the guy that just shot one of them, they've got two that you cannot leave open. Mm-mm. Yeah, pulling, he can hit them. Riley can hit them. Now, those two in particular tonight have uh, been on point with their shooting. So timeout here on the floor. Minute 28 to go in overtime. Georgia Highlands leading 84-81. to 
Subscribe to the Play Action Sports Report on your favorite podcast platform or listen online at pasnetwork.net. It drops every Wednesday and features news, results, and interviews from Athens and Limestone County. Well, I think I mentioned kind of, I think, in the flow of everything a while ago, what a difference a week makes. Right. But you go a week ago and you lose to this team – uh, at their place, ninety-four to seventy, and now you're you're just in a dogfight here tonight, eighty-four, eighty-one in overtime. Uh, regardless of what happens, I don't want to really say that, but really, regardless of what happens, Coach Powell's got a lot to build on from this game to say, oh. "Hey, look, look what you did uh, one week to the next." Yeah, and again, this is not a conference game, so you know, and like you said, there's not a, you don't you don't play for almost. But you you got to take something, win or lose, you got to take something good from this. And, and, you know, to see them come back in a week's time and, and make this much improvement. Well, and he talked at halftime of the ladies' game about disrupting Georgia Highlands. I think they've done that yes. largely. They, they've done it enough to be right here in this game this way. All right, inbound to Smith from Callahan. For Calhoun coming up across the half-court stripe. Smith gets it to Guyette. To Callahan on the wing. Callahan pull back three. Off the iron, no good. Rebound to Pullen and Georgia Highlands. 105 to go. Pullen will peel back out to the top. You don't have to foul here. Just play good defense. You got plenty of time. There'll be about 40, 45 seconds left when they shoot. Guyette guarding Pullen at the top. Looking for a screen from Kane. He'll jump stop, shoot the pull-up, miss it. Evans tried to put back, can't get it, and Smith gets the rebound. Don't get trapped. Throw to the far side to Stewart, now back to Smith. 30 seconds to go. Down by three. Stewart off of those screens, can't get the shot. He'll drive, loses it. And it'll stay with Calhoun. Yeah, I think it's going to take blood to get a foul call right now. <laughs> going to have a timeout call by Coach Powell and Calhoun. Full timeout. All right, so back to the question earlier. 19.6. Down by three. Plenty of time. Uh, for whatever shots you want to take out of this. Um, But you then are against the clock because it's going to be no shot clock the rest of the way. Yeah, you got to get a shot. To me, you want to get a shot within about seven seconds here if you're going to take a two Um, um, because you want to get, in case you miss it, either a rebound. And, again, if you miss a two, one of the best times to take a three is off an offensive rebound because everybody's crashing. And you can't, you know, if you've got somebody spotted up, especially t- uh, uh, in the uh, in some of the offenses, there's a offense that uh, it's called the system that that it's the girls' version of the Grinnell system. The shooter doesn't follow his shot. If he shoots it in the corner, he runs to the top of the key because if they get the rebound, that's the first place they're going to look. And so you can do something like that. But you know, th- the thing Calhoun's going to have such a hard time with is. Georgia Highlands, are, they're so long. 
So you drive, and with the – I'm not saying the officials won't call a foul, but you're going to – it's going to be more contact probably than what is normal to get that foul. You know, you may want to drive, and, and like they did the last time, kick it out. And I don't know if you're going to be able to get the lefty. I think he's a lefty for Calhoun. Isn't he the lefty? Yeah. I, don't think you're, I don't know if you're going to be able to get him uh, with, a, with a look. Yeah, they're going to – they, they're going to know where he's at. Yes. <laughs> they're going to be all up on him. Evans is on him right now. Mitchell to inbound. Stewart just ran through pulling. Oh, oh throw away. Smith was trying to get it back to Mitchell in the corner, and they kind of misread each other. And I think Mitchell, I think Smith wanted Mitchell to just stay in the corner. Yes. And see, what on that particular defensive uh, set for Georgia Highlands. When you're up three, you can afford to grab and hold because if they call you for a foul, they're only shooting two. Right. And so Georgia Highlands, you could see they were holding and, and, and you know, until the ball got inbounded, it was really to their advantage. Uh, and I'm, I agree with you. I, I think the play obviously was to inbound it and get to the corner, but he wasn't there yet. And um, it's a turnover. But if you're going to have a turnover, you got 17.7 left. You can Kind of reset and try um, yeah. again here. Got to play maybe for a turnover yourself. Yeah, well, right now you want to turn over or foul. And then you you tell your kids, okay. Um, and, and I just me personally, with this much, with this little time left, even if he just makes one, you almost have to get a three because you run the risk. If they make it 85 81 and you go out and shoot a layup and it's 85 83, you've got a foul. And if they make those two free throws, it's as close to over as it can be. Um, uh, so, you, you know, you definitely want to get one more point than they get. Um, All right. Break the huddle out of the timeouts. Georgia Highlands will be inbounding on the far side of the court near the corner. And now he won't be able to, 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 to move. I mean, he can – I guess he's got that imaginary box that they talk about, but he won't be able to run that – he can't run the sideline. Official reminds him of that. He's got to stay put. Full pressure defense from Calhoun. Trapped in the corner and foul going to be called on Guyette. And Dozier will go to the line. He's five of six on the night from the free throw line. Hits that one. 85-81, four-point game now with 14.8 seconds to go. Guyette leaves the game and Mitchell comes back in. Second shot coming up here for Dozier. It's good. Big free throws. Mitchell with it. Coming up the floor. He'll drive to the hole. Shot no good. Smith with it. He'll shoot a three. Top of the key. No good. Terry tries to tip it in. It doesn't go. And the horn sounds on this one. So Calhoun going to come up just short in overtime. 86-81 to against Georgia Highlands. Great game from the Warhawks but just can't quite uh, get it all the way over the top. Yeah, I'm reminded of that Hall & Oates classic. 
so close, yet so far away. <laughs> yeah. And they did play well. They played well and and yeah. got nothing to be ashamed of. And so, you know, like we we're talking about, there's, there's a lot of things you can build on from this ball game. Absolutely. We'll take a break, come back with a postgame show. You're listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. This is John. Hello. Katie. Hi. And Ted. Howdy. Ted's a welder. Katie's a dental hygienist. And John's an IT technician. IT, this is John. They all have two things in common. They're making good money, and they all have two-year degrees or certificates from Calhoun Community College. We prepare our students to go straight to work or transfer to a four-year university. And with more than 100 career options to choose from, Calhoun has a path that's focused on your success. What's for dinner? We literally just ate. So you can support your family. We're all packed. Let's go. You can take that trip. Or give your dog the expensive food he loves oh so much. Who's a good boy? Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. So what are you waiting for? We have classes in Decatur, Huntsville, or everywhere online. Choose Calhoun Community College. Your community, your college, your future. Register now. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past. With 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Come on out to Village Pizza on the Athens Square for the best freshly made pizza, wings, pasta, sandwiches, salads, and more. Folks from all over the southeast rave about their food, service, and great atmosphere. See for yourself. Village Pizza, 222 West Market Street in Athens. Since 1951, Cream Delight in Athens has been a valley tradition. From their upside-down banana split and milkshakes to chili dogs and pretzels, Cream Delight has served generations from the same walk-up location. Cream Delight, 401 West Washington Street in Athens. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to pasnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the Archives tab. You can also subscribe to the Play Action Sports Podcast and listen to it on your favorite platform like itunes amazon and spotify or ask alexa or google to open the play action sports podcast keeping you up to date on athens and limestone county sports play action sports welcome back to calhoun warhawks basketball for play action sports i'm lance taylor with coach paul wilson and our producer tim lambert as Calhoun falls tonight to Georgia Highlands here at home, 86-81 to in overtime. Uh, Coach, that was a, a tough game uh, in a lot of ways, but also a good game with things that they can build on uh, to have fought with this team that they lost a week ago, 94-70, to to then fight all the way to the end in overtime here tonight. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I think if you're the coach of either team, you can uh, – you can find a lot of positives uh, to this game. Uh, and, you know, that's why you schedule these types of games because, you know, now when you get whether it's a week, two weeks, a month down the line, because conference play lasts forever. Uh, now they've got, you know, they've got some experience in a tight game. And, and so I, I think it's, you know, it's a positive for, for Calhoun. You never, you never want to lose. Uh, and you always tell your kids uh, while you – you don't ever want to be satisfied with a loss. You have to be able to point to things that 
that you did well enough to win, and then you've got to take the things that you didn't. And I'm not really sure uh, what I could say if I was Calhoun's coach. I don't know. You know, they didn't have a lot of turnovers. Um, they, I don't think they missed a ton of free throws. Um, uh, Georgia Highlands didn't dominate the board, so I don't really know. But, you know, there's something that uh, obviously that they can improve upon to get the win. But, like I said, it was a good game tonight. It was a, uh, an entertaining game. And, like I said, something that, like you said, too, something that they can both build on. Absolutely. And that's what uh, Coach Powell talked about at halftime of the, of the ladies' game tonight, that, hey, he, really this is – Got to build that foundation. Got to create that winning culture, winning mindset. They play winning basketball yes. tonight. That that kind of basketball beats a lot of teams tonight. Uh, the way that they played, really proud of him for that. He's got the team on the floor at half court, uh, breaking it down, talking together, and uh, just really uh, a hard fighting group of guys. I think that's the other thing I take away from it is uh, we talked about it several times in the game tonight. They just play hard. Yeah. Now the challenge is, as you're going to tell them. Okay, tomorrow at practice when you're sore and there's nobody in here and that scoreboard's not, you got you've got to practice to that level. I mean that that's your challenge because whether it's Thursday or Friday, Saturday, whenever their next game is, you know now they've got to flush this one and get ready for the next one. Fans want to remind you that you can download a copy of this game or listen to it on demand by going to pasnetwork.net. There's a streaming schedule of upcoming games and links to our mobile apps too. We've been encouraging you tonight to listen during the post-game show as we announce our fan of the week and enter your name at pasnetwork.net for your chance to win a gift certificate good at either Village Pizza or Cream Delight. Tonight's winner, fan of the week, is Jeremy West. Jeremy West, you are our fan of the week. Well, Coach, any final thoughts about uh, this game and, and the takeaway? I think if I can kind of throw my two cents in, this is exciting. The, the first night uh, here at Calhoun, you could tell the energy was good. The building was pretty full because of so many former players and such back. Tonight, building not quite as full, but right. still a nice crowd right. here. And the energy level is just really nice. And, and I think winning basketball, I, you can see it. The ingredients are here for the girls and the guys to have winning basketball here at Calhoun. Yeah, and it's like uh, as uh, you hear coaches uh, say, you know, the other team has scholarship athletes too. <laughs> and and so when two teams play, you can both play as hard as you can play and try to play as well as you play. Somebody's still going to lose. But it doesn't mean that there's not anything that, that it doesn't make you a loser. I mean, this score, I like to tell my kids, the scoreboard is history. It tells us what we were. Uh, it's what you do with what it says tonight that determines where you'll be tomorrow and next week. And, you know, for Calhoun, they just got to come in and they got to, they got to work. They got to work a little harder. They got to play a little smarter. They got to, they got to do, you know, it, it's, it's that one more mentality. You got to get one more. If we got one more rebound, if we'd have got one more, uh, look at the basket. But this is the, this is why if you're going to invest in, in college athletics, in college, this is what you invest in it for is to see kids play like they played tonight and, and get after it and compete. That's, that's what, that, that's why they brought basketball back. Yeah, it's been fun, and I know it will continue to be fun through the rest of the year. I want to give a shout-out especially to Ben Stewart tonight, leading scorer, 21 points. Uh, he had that three-pointer that tied the game up, uh, just kind of the, the crazy uh, ending there toward the, the end of regulation. 
Uh, also want to mention Riley for uh, Georgia Highlands. He had 19 points. So like every every time he spotted up for three, it was it was going in the bottom of the yeah, net. Yeah, I thought he had 30. I mean, he, he just <laughs> every time they needed the basket, uh, the, the, when Calhoun would be up six or seven, he'd come down and knock a three down. Just did a good job, and and like I said they're a well coached team that they they play well uh, also. But yeah, that. Uh, Stewart, his two threes late in the game, especially that last one. I mean, it was just flat catch, turn, and sh- and that's something that you know a lot of kids don't understand. You don't you don't make that shot if you shoot fifty a day or you shoot to your tight. That's that's shooting shot after shot after shot after shot when nobody's in this gym, so yeah. you can get an opportunity to not make that shot to get that shot. Yeah. And, he did, and he knocked it down. He did. Impressive. Georgia Highlands had four uh, – excuse me, they had five players in double digits scoring tonight. That was impressive to me as well. Uh, for uh, Calhoun, Kyrie Mitchell also poured in 11. Tyree Patterson had 11 as well. Uh, Smith had nine. So you know, almost getting to multiple du- right. double-digit guys there as well uh, across the board for both of these teams. So impressive with what they had going on. And uh, just uh, kind of hats off to Coach Powell, especially from one week to the next, to take this team to overtime. He talked about how talented they were, how athletic they were, and how big they were as far as size. Right. And they disrupted them enough to, to get it to an 86-81 overtime loss. Um, hats off to them. Fun night here of Calhoun basketball. we got our money's worth. Now we got to go down there to the concession stand see if there's any yes, one, one got, dollar yes, Chick-fil-A. See if we can with. take some of that. Well, you know, we're going to get paid time and a half from what, I, from what I've heard. We're going to get paid. <laughs> well, I guarantee he's going to pay us one and a half times what he was going to pay us. That's right. Uh, once again, final score. Uh, the men fall to Georgia Highlands tonight, 86-81 here at Calhoun Community College. Uh, Kelly Gymnasium, you've been listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball from Play Action Sports. You've been listening to Calhoun Warhawks basketball on the Play Action Sports Network. You can download a copy of this game by going to pasnetwork.net or listen on demand on all popular podcast platforms. Calhoun Warhawks basketball is a production of Play Action Sports.